Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by a one Trace Finicaro and Mariano Cabretti. Ooh, that's a one Gunner Kennedy. So, 16. I got a whole girl, her name is Sail, 16 miles on the Erie Canal. The song goes, and uh, it's near and dear to us here in Canastota um, as it passes right through. Well, uh, I mean, more deer is occasionally the dead one floating by slowly in in time. That type of deer, I would say, is more than likely what you'll find. And probably use condoms and syringes and things like that. Not too many syringes, but anyway, Gunner... Syringes and condoms. Gunner, you have some information on this new program here in Canastota, this Erie Canal revitalization. Revitalization is a strong word. It's, it's It's more like... It's more like we had we had some money and we had to burn in the budget to to <laughs> which I'm all for burning money and budgets because they won't give you more uh if you don't use it. They'll just keep taking less and less away if you use less of it. So I'm all for that. But what what are they doing? <clears throat> so, um based, well, and again, the, the gist of it is that they're uh they're doing some much needed maintenance to uh our our wonderful and, and 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 prolific Erie Canal Trail system throughout the uh, throughout the Madison County and Onondaga County area. I don't actually. I don't. Have you ever actually done the, the power trip? No. Like, cause you know you ride all the way to you ride all the way to Green Lakes uh, from here. Does it run all the way? Yes. You can, you can. You can. You can uh, not not anywhere near any roads. Tell you what I used to do. Although it's by the murder swamp where the CSX trains always derail. Where uh, when I was like fourteen or fifteen, I used to walk the Erie Canal till BB Bridge Road, <clears throat> and I used to sneak right up and then hang out with my girlfriend well, at I mean, the time. You know, that's the extent of my canal experience. Now, <clears throat> Gunner, you're talking about where the canal extends to, but there's, I, I think there's a misunderstanding. There's there's this old swamp shit that's in the middle of a lot of upstate New York. But then there's the actual usable canal system, well, and, which and, is still available to boats. Yes. To well, that? no, actually, well, no, so, and that's that actually is the build out of what they call the barge canal, which was the, the which was the successor. So that's the one that, like, you know, it, again, super lo- super local news. That's the one that the bridge in Sylvan Beach goes across. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you know, the fish, uh, fish, and fish, fish creek that comes runs into down it. the throughway too, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Familiar with that now? Yeah. So the barge canal system has has a, a ton of locks in it to go to the different um, elevations of water. That's actually a still usable canal. What's interesting about this Madison County project, which uh, how much was it? Uh, two million. Uh, two million, which seems like it can barely fund. Again, it's 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 like a money. park for kids in 2018. But what this what this two million dollar um, you know, reinvestment in old depressed canal villages um, that apparently Madison County won a bid for. Uh, um, it's it, that's the part that's strange to me is that it, it in the description of of the, the the competition where you have to like like put together a plan for what you would do with this money if your village were to get it. The the bid that 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 Madison County put in shows this like almost like a little uh 
like a little tiny miniature commons area just within a couple of buildings though and that's okay whatever you put up a couple of buildings for a couple of million dollars you're not going to get much right no but the weird part about it and this is the part that really really bothers me about this picture is it shows a dock with a little boat next to it can you find the picture of it uh, it's it's a difficult article to find I actually just see the the oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. um but as anybody that lives anywhere near the old canal it's it's not usable well, no, and, absolutely no, not. It's, it's a years. fucking cesspool swamp. It's really well, gross, actually. Well, yeah. Well, we use it for fishing derbies for the kids, though. Yeah, year. yeah. You know. <laughs> so I guess what happens in in two thousand, um, the can the canal was considered um, part of like national uh, heritage. It was put into like like hey, this is something that we should preserve. This is something that we should uh, keep around. Yeah, Wade's got the picture. I got the picture. It's, now, a, wait, it's a mock-up. It's like a... Describe how... Is it a diorama or is that the one that's actually out towards the back of Chittenango? Uh, do, I don't know where because the Chittenango actually, one well, is. No, because no, the Chittenango one, they have, actually, they, have, they have an original Erie Canal lock. Maybe that's what it is because this doesn't look anything like anywhere that could be Canastota. Until you read that it is. 15 miles on the Erie Canal is through Madison County. Blah, could change 1.5 million. Yeah, canal in in front of the village of Canastota. My question is, where is it going? It's, it's the like this mock-up. Thing. So it looks awesome. It's like I want Canastota to look like this. Yeah, but it is the creepiest looking thing. Well, it's it, creepy because it's not like it's like they told someone come up with this idea and this like drawing, but it looks there are no recognizable landmarks here. Well, no, because what they do, what you do is you put it down where the old furniture factory and stuff was in town, or in like the scary, the scary sketchy. Oh, like the old Erie Mill, like behind there. I would yeah. like to see. I would like to see that, like right smack dab in the middle. But I believe where this is going is actually an unoccupied land because all that land, unfortunately, most chunks of it are occupied by well, the, housing or by no or the, by the, buildings. The, the one, the one. I, yeah, again, as we get super local, but the remember the factory that was right across I'm, the street from your mom's house. That is exactly place? where it's going. Okay, yes, yeah, so that, that's what that I is exactly that, where it's okay. going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the factory that fell down. Okay. Yeah, because it's was a complete, big, like the, the completely non-suspicious fall down of the factory that I almost rented at one point. But that's a, that's another. Story. I guess a lot of people went and got bricks. They're good bricks. Wow, that's great. But yeah, and what's interesting to me is like it's kind of like somebody saying, um, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna give you ten dollars to redo your deck." All you got to do is give the best proposal on what a deck should look like. And then all these 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 requests flood in, and then you realize you did all that work for 10 fucking dollars. I guess like I'm a bit torn because as opposed to rip Although torn. it's nice and I do want my community to be revitalized and things like that. 2 million dollars or it's like 1.6 million is do, actually. Do you also well actually no I, I, I think that that has to be separate because the 2 million dollar project was just doing trail upgrades and stuff like that like they Where did you get the 2 million, million dollars? The 2 million dollar uh, one was from an project. article it was, it was an article from back from March. Yeah. The what the one you just read Wade was the 1.6 million dollar yes. waterfront project. And the weirdest part about it is that they use the term waterfront. Right. Well, I mean, it should like be called cesspool front. Yes. Well, no. I mean, as long as they start actually like getting some water circulating through the canals, so the, the the marine runoff and cow poop doesn't like stink the whole thing up, you know, you'll be fine. 
No, my, th- my, we'll, be my... we'll be swimming in that soon enough. You don't, don't be worried. What I'm, I guess, just concerned with is like the the immense amount of like swamp aids that's living in there. It's not even that. It's like I feel like this money could go towards something better, and I maybe like, I just like, don't know like, why. Like, like I wish they paid the prevalence the of meth. Well. I wish they would pay that. I wish they would stop pretending like it's this great historic thing. That yeah, I mean, it's well, really no, just a trench. Well, no, well, the, the the canal itself. I mean, like it's got its own thing. But I, I mean, are you talking about like pay, like bury it, like filling the fucker? Filling no, because the that, dirt, that was a that thing. was there before we had a canal. That was a thing for a long time. But isn't that where Erie Boulevard came from? They paved yeah. in the well, fucking the Erie, Erie Canal in the yeah. middle of Syracuse. Why don't fuck they don't do that in Canastota? Give us something else. It doesn't need to like be a, a big road. road be, making a new highway. Yeah, just it, zip us in and out of here. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily well, need to even eventually... facilitate cars. It could be something like like for anybody who has been to Ithaca, New York. The Ithaca Commons are beautiful, and it's all brick, and you can. It's like a big brick road, and you can actually yeah. walk from storefront to storefront. Well, well, something like that would even be nice. Something that embraced foot travel. Eventually, New York State will sell that the right away to that to Tesla or uh, Elon Musk, so he can do his Hyperloop. The problem with Ithaca is you have two very wealthy colleges there, and and you have the business to generate. We don't have that here. It would just be a waste. Don't don't be don't be hating on Ithaca College, a a a respected and uh, you know leading institution of learning. No, I'm not hating on Ithaca College at all. I'm saying the peop that there it's a wealthier area. Like Cornell is right next door. It's an Ivy League school. Let's 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 okay. Let's be fair. Considering the two the two major town slash metropolitan areas that we live next to, like Syracuse is a wealthy area. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean compared to Canastota, Syracuse is like a very wealthy area. You know what I mean? And Utica, I don't know. Yeah, Rome. But, uh, Rome, but, Rome is doing better than us. But on the list of cities, Syracuse has been on the decline for a while. Rochester is a bigger city than Syracuse now. <clears throat> Buffalo is a bigger city than Syracuse. Albany's not. Albany's smaller. Yeah, Albany and uh, Rochester and Syracuse and Albany are, I think, fight for the same size. Speaking of city sizes, um, and this kind of changes the topic, I was looking up city mm. sizes, right? And most people know, like, New York City is the largest city in the United States. And I've been told by several people that if San Francisco's surrounding, um, <clears throat> um, I guess you could say cities, <clears throat> were, were, were all considered the same city like New York City is, that it would be larger. Do you have any idea, like like the size of the 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 they call it like the Bay Area? Do you have any idea what the population of the Bay Area is? No. It's it's more than a couple million. It's seven million people in the Bay Area. It's okay when the big one comes. As opposed to New York City, when the big one comes. They'll be they'll be trapped on they'll be trapped on Bay Island. Uh, New York City, which is 8.6 million. That's pretty fucking big. I guess it's not bigger. <laughs> it's not. It's not bigger, and it's a New York City is a lot less shittier, literally. And Los Angeles is four million. Their number, um, I believe, they're number two. See, this is where you, this, you learn. You learn something new. I didn't realize that Rome was uh, the kickoff point for this whole thing. What do you mean? Back in the, so they actually they, they were like the, the 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 city of Rome effectively became a city because that was where they started building the Erie Canal back in the day. Oh, 
Oh, interesting. Maybe that's why that old museum. Well, no, it's was because there. of the Mohawk the, the Mohawk River. Can you guess what the third largest city is? In America? Yeah. In the in the So Americas. we've got New York, L uh, LA. Yeah, New York and LA. No, the Bay Area should be number two, but it's not considered. Because it's city. not actually a city. Um number three, I'm gonna go with Oh, this is fucking tough. Boston? I'm, I'm thinking it's a West Coaster. Chicago. Ooh, Chicago, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, makes no, sense. The, 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 the middle, the second city. And then Houston is is right behind them. And then Philly, Phoenix, San Antonio, San Diego. San Diego would be a beautiful place to live. There's actually fucking boats. <laughs> In San Diego? Sure. Yeah. Why not? There's actually yeah. like the it's water, actually like a waterfront. Waterfront. In San Diego. Oh, you come on, you got you got you got a night lake, which is stinky, is stinky as it's a giant mud puddle. The, the, the no, lakes in New York are be, nice. Don't be hating on a night lake. Night lake is the remnant of Lake Iroquois, mightiest of the Great Lakes. Yeah, until we dumped our shit and mercury into it. No, but, that's on a dog lake. Well, that's true. most of the mercury has been eaten up by all the mussels in a night lake. Well, actually, like you know, and again, useless useless fact because like we we have issues at my house. And it's just funny, like how, like, you know, perspective-wise, we have issues up at the farm because we have all these springs that are coming up. Like we're at the top of the hill, mm-hmm. and we have springs that come out at the top of the hill. And part of this is because effectively, it makes no sense water running like the way it does, but it's also like coming, like erupting as high as it is. But okay. it's because where I live is effectively the lip of what used to be Lake Iroquois, and the, everything down from the Oxbow. In is part of this giant lake basin from like hundreds of thousands of years ago and you know again just like we are so small we are so small but we're gonna have an awesome waterfront erie canal uh fantasy parkland that's but true while the erie canal what the erie canal museum village rots into the into their... the lakes in new york are nice though well, I, I think that we have some really nice the lakes. Some of them, yeah. Some of them. The Finger Lakes. The, yeah, thing, the Finger Lakes are nice. The thing is, though, is that it's, is nice. it's not a very warm place to live year-round. So Yet. you can have... <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, in the next, like, 30 to 50 years, we could potentially be looking at some, like, pretty prime real estate. Wait for it. Or do, you pull that Lex Luthor shit. Just start buying, just start buying farm, you know, like, just start buying farmland now that's been abandoned. Well, I'm actually, it might be more valuable as farmland to get it after that, too. But, yeah, yet. Yeah, boat and Erie Canal. Ugh. I don't, oh, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I. It's nice. I mean, if the money's there, then obviously I want our village to go for it. But I, I guess it's just the I, more depressing fact is no industry or business is coming here. I mean, Jesus Christ, we just, I'm, I'm almost positive we lost that, um, like that, that, Feta cheese plant that was moving in at dye molding. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that project is dead now. Yeah, they yep. got stuck up in tax negotiations or something, right? It's I don't actually know what I'm happened. I'm actually to surprised it. that the like there was a whole bunch of stuff that yeah, it was just super local stuff. I'm there was a whole bunch of horse hockey that went down when they tried to open the Greystone back up. What? Why? Isn't that privately owned? Yes, but the town was. Like asserting certain, like there was a bunch of issues with like some changes he needed to, he wanted to make to the place, because you know it's like a, it's a, it's a historically significant building in town, but meanwhile it had been sitting abandoned for how many freaking, you know, it's, I mean it was, it was the non-sketchy version of Hotel Anita. 
It's a badass looking church. It is a badass look. Well, it's it's like a castle. castle. So for those that don't know, Greystone is just essentially a castle, a small castle in the middle of Canastota. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what denomination and, church it used to be. And kids get drunk in there for weddings. Yes. Or they, yes, or it's where like everyone we always hold our proms and well, because well, it used to be the rusty. Well, it used to be the place across the street from you, which the, was called the Rusty Rail. The rusty Rail, yeah. The wagon wheel was before that, I guess. Yeah, but the the now that the gray that the graystone is uh, you know open for business again. Hmm. You should have bought that as your house, man. Well, I just sleep there. The owner doesn't know it. Sorry, sorry, Mister Bargabos. He, th- he, th- he, th- he thinks those farts are from Ghost. It's cool though, like like you said, like he has like restrictions he has to build on. Those would be interesting, right? Because like one of the things that he has done is he put like 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 a fake castle top in, on the top of it. That was that was one of the things. Like, that was one of the things they gave a hard time about. Yeah, like this ain't a castle. What are they? Are people going to show up with cannons? Yeah. What the fuck are they worried about? Yeah, you're attracting too many cannonballs. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's, it's fear it's, of a dragon. I mean, like we have the bus- <laughs> we have the business park and part of it, and like, and I, I get like maybe it was an insurance thing, but it's also one of those deals where like we had the airport in town for the longest time, and then people started building houses alongside the airport, and then they complained. They got the they got the town to basically cut down on the operation of the airport because they were mad that the planes were landing at an airport that they built their house next to. I have a hard time believing that there was a lot of planes going out of there, but I guess there were. I mean, like, there's pictures of, like, my 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 uh, my mother's family when they were younger at that fucking airport. That's my, weird. My mom said back in the 70s or 80s they wanted to build a Ford plant in Canastota, and the town was like, absolutely not. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, what if it was Chevy? Would have been nice. What about Dodge? I don't know. The Canastota was worried about Google. it affecting the, you know, the beautification of the... Of of the town, now fucking no one's employed. No, one you imagine if there's one job you could work, <laughs> you could walk to and get stuff. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for. The, I'm waiting for the day that I just like drive home from work, and Graziano's is gone. Why? Just like cause, we're getting super local today. I know. Um, Graziano's is my great uncle's place. Yeah, it's a sad restaurant though. Yeah, he's fucking ninety four years old. I'm not listen. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like looking forward to this, but it's kind of like when uh, was it Rapazzotti's? the place, the Onion place. Yeah. Like when that, cl- like I didn't realize it had closed until like like I came by and I saw that the place was. That's, just, that's shut crazy that one down. too. Yeah, I mean Canastota was like the place to make onions <clears throat> or onion grow onions because the land, <laughs> like you we, said, we, this old Lake Iroquois dried up, right? Yeah. And there's all this fucking weird muck land left over. It never dries. So it's a great place to plant onions. And you have a factory like Repizzati's that was doing a good job of moving onions in and out. But like um, my older brother worked there when he was in high school. And even then he said a lot of them actually weren't grown in Canastota. They were just moving them. Yep. And I guess towards the end there some fucking corruption happened. Well, there was just there was just some minor major embezzlement. Yeah, they were just embezzling funds, that's all. Cooking the books and screwing but, the, like, their I mother just... company out of out of money. Oh, historical Canastota. I do like the village though. It's a friendly village. It is. The layout just, isn't bad. It's just depressed. It's it's uh economically. Yeah, like I saw this like whenever I look at uh, you look at real estate from time to time, like Canastota High School is like rated a three, and that's out of like a ten. What the fuck's going on? Well, that's a lot of 
Central New York school. I mean, well, like, except if, if no, Oneida is a six, dude. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm happy with yeah. a six, but Oneida is the had, next six town is good. over. Six I, is good. I've actually, um, well, Michelle, the um, from the uh, King Rat and the Panopticon episode. I don't know. That was one of our early episodes. But Michelle actually was on some some. She was doing some job where she had to go around and try to help. Um, take corrective action against some of these complaints that have been filed against the local schools. She did say that Canastota was the toughest school to work with on improving some of their programs. Now, the, the type of programs that she was trying to improve were very interesting. They were like, um, uh, I believe one of them was youth. Um, it was like drugs, like like the, um, I don't know the wording for it, but it was the the amount of drug exposure to children at, in like in like really really young grades and what she said was and this is why i find it interesting because there's always some spin she said it was because canastota's population is smaller and they refuse to separate some of the older kids from some of the younger kids on the bus they run them all together mm-hmm. and she says and what that does is it gets the kids that are like old enough to start trying out drugs Gosh, and smoking darn and stuff waterbury and kids they're like sitting next to like waterbury road they're sitting next to like fucking kindergartners yeah we need to have a water let's just be honest here um, if we had a separate waterbury road bus a lot of these issues would not be existed <laughs> or barlow street or barlow street yeah barlow street creeps me out every well, time i go by there just... there's there's like cars that are just waiting outside of a house. I'm like, it's a, it's actually where is uh, that a guy running daycare or, or a meth lab. something else? It's probably a meth <laughs> lab. Or is that a, is that a guy running a vocational daycare school that's teaching kids how to make math? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, you know what though? The entrepreneurship. That's right. I mean, it sucks that it's against the law, but I mean, not for long, right? Just well, kidding. Meth will be against the law forever. But um, what was the news with Canada? So Canada. I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Um, big news for Canada. They have made recreational use of marijuana 100% legal in their country. So it's kind of funny because there were reports that, like, on the first couple of days, all of their, like, approved dispensaries were just out of weed. Like, it was like the headline was, like, Canada is out of weed one day into, like, <laughs> into, into, like, revocation of all, the... Uh, all, all, all of Canada's weed is now is now gone. Now, Gunner, I th- you know a thing or two about weed, right? Like, like, uh, and like the legalization of it, where it's legal and what's legal. I mean, because like, I was in Canada with, with my, my older brother and he was looking for the seeds and he just like walks up to places. He's like, do you sell seeds? And I'm like, is that legal? He's like, oh yeah, you can sell seeds. Like you could sell seed, like marijuana seeds in Canada. What the fuck? Like Canada was pretty explain? relaxed because it was decriminalized. Like the, the, so long as you weren't moving large quantities, like you could smoke a joint pretty much in public. Maybe you get a citation, maybe, but I don't even think that would happen. What did they legalize? Like two ounces or something? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. They just, as far as I know, recreational use. Uh, actually, we just got the the federal cannabis act came into effect on October seventeenth, twenty eighteen, and made Canada the second country in the world after Uruguay to formally legalize recreational use of the plant. Very cool. But what's up with the seeds, though? Like, are those legal now? Like, can you just go well, like, to a place in, in, in New York and get seeds? No, 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 no. 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 You will go to pre- Well, you will. Dep- it depends. Pre- depending on how many seeds and how much, essentially. It, 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 dep- it depends on um, what bribes Andrew Cuomo's is part of his, like, whole witch's brew deal that he made to, like, get the, the lady there from. Uh, the, what's, her, what's, the act- what's that actress's name? 
the one that was like challenging him for a primary and the like is it Cynthia Nixon or something like that? She's from she's from uh Sex and the City. Oh, the, the redhead um, lady. The lawyer lady? Yeah. I don't remember. I think it's Cynthia Nixon. But, you know, like there was this whole like like Nixon sounds familiar. There was this whole like dark force, yeah, Cynthia Nixon. Cynthia Ellen Ellen Nixon. But there was like this whole like Dark powers pact that he got because you know, like New York politics are after even super fucking dark and bad, like people selling their children. So what? bad that all the candidates talked about corruption in their like vote 411 descriptions. Like anybody that was running for anything, New York was like, My number one priority is getting the corruption out of New York State. It's so bad, they all just agree yes. on it. Yeah, well, it's like it's the, the one campaign well, item that and, both and, parties and, and, are agreeing well, on, with, with the exception of Andrew. Well, because Andrew had the anti-corruption committee that was investigating corruption in the New York State Senate and House, and then when they got to him, he disbanded the, he disbanded the corruption bureau. Now we're done here. I think we've exposed enough. No need to look any further. <laughs> Fucking OG dropped the mic. That's right. <laughs> yep, got yep, rid yep. of the bad actors, yep, guys. Yep, yep. You know, nobody again, left. You trust us. I we're, promise. After apology, but yeah, like the because you know New York State has the archetype of. Horrendous drug laws, i.e., the Rockefeller series. They are Cal- they're about as bad as California's. Yeah, but you know, and again, like there's the whole, yeah, which is funny because we like we actually started licensing growers, but um, coincidentally, it seems a large portion of Andy's friend Andy's friends there were the ones who ended up with those licenses for. Yeah, that's crazy growing. too. That's crazy too. We had the old Magna the the the, the Magna powertrain plant in Syracuse. They turned into a grow up. Man, that's so that's so crazy. Man, it's, so you want to hear something about, fucked up? Having those fucking powers, right? Oh, well, you can hand these fucking like like you're you're kind of in control in a lot of ways. You're in control of legislation, and you could start handing these permits out to people. Well, it's just fucked up because like you're literally saying this isn't like coke, right? This isn't like some manufactured or synthetic drug. It's like you're telling people you can't grow this plant. That like it's not like some crazy plant you gotta have some crazy operation for. I'm pretty sure your your brother proved that you could grow it pretty much <laughs> in this climate just fine <laughs> at one point in his life. <laughs> but like it's just crazy. Like you're just you're telling people they can't grow a plant. You know what I mean? And it's not like if you wanted to smoke weed, oh, what well, you'd have to pick this, pick the leaves and dry them. That's it. Like it's not like this crazy operation. It's just what's crazy. It's uh, I mean, like, like, it, like it, de- it depends on like it, but well because it. it Right, Can I get into the weirdness, though, of, like, what's happened in reaction to legalizing marijuana? How marijuana isn't being smoked that much anymore? What's well, like edibles, right? That's a well, big ed- ed- But, like, you pick <sighs> your fucking... It's like it's like a slider between, between relaxation and paranoia, and you get to decide, like, which mix of chemicals that you like. Like, you just get to pick, and then you get to pick them in whatever candy form that you like. I mean, it's the same thing as beer, right? Craft yeah, beer? It is. Don't get me wrong. With craft beer, it's a little different because the reaction, for the most part, is, is similar. It's levels of drunk, right, drunk. Like, like nobody has memories of like Willie Nelson chewing on a piece of hops. Like they have memories of people smoking joints. It's weird that it, maybe that's because al- because alcohol has only one active ingredient, right? So it doesn't really need to be mixed and matched as well, as finely as something like marijuana. Well, they had the whole thing like. There's alcohol is 
alcohol is pretty much alcohol. You're always going, you know, like it's going to have the same effect. I mean, it's just a matter of how much you you dose it with and what's care, you know, like what flavor country is accompanying it. Edibles get into this whole thing where it's effectively, oh yeah, by the way, your liver, depending on your liver function, it gets really twitchy on trying to like pick your dose correctly because it gets metabolized into something. It's like, well, you know, I'm kind of zoned out too. I've left this sphere of consciousness and now my body is, my, my, my body and central nervous system are being you know, you, <laughs> puppeted you, by. You, you make alcohol sound so boring. You've clearly never tried an alcohol tampon before. I'm not going to go over the list of things that have been up my bum hole. <laughs> All right. That's that that's 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 not that's not a checklist we're going through. But well actually cuz um you know going back to that growth thing too like uh, cuz it's it's one of the things that my So you know, um the easiest way to make a small fortune in farming is to start with a big one. And I guess where this does is not to, compute. Please explain. Easiest way. Well, it's the easiest, It's like a lot of businesses. The 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 quickest way to make a small fortune is to start with a big one. Okay, gotcha. But um, and you know, like they talk about that down because like look down, how he repeats the same sentence. Where well, it's like, the, all right, well, no, because it's, it's <laughs> this it's, time it's, around, like yeah, because you, you had like, a big fortune, you dumped fucked the, up, and now you have a the, small one. The, yes, the but best, at least the still best, have a small fortune. The best way to make a small fortune in farming is to start with a big one because it's. It's not a worthwhile investment, essentially, well, is what Gunnar's saying. Because actually, the big thing, the big thing, and yeah, uh, well, it's, it's that it costs tons to bring back a small, a small fortune return, right? It's 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 the it's really the case of anything where you gotta you gotta produce stock inventory, right? I mean, it's not just farming. This same rule applies to um, to retail. Well, any capital intensive yeah capital intensive stuff where you need money you need money to get stuff produced and on the shelves with the anticipation in, in, that it'll sell credit and hoping is, that nothing gets fucked up in the assembly line credit gets very weird to to to, to, to find because you also it's not the kind of stuff that you want to do on finance because things can turn real bad real quick but um no because one of the things my father you know, like is we've been looking at like a couple other revenue streams like you know i think i talked about that before they wanted to, please tell me you're getting a weed farm gunner uh well he was looking gunner, at are actually, you high no, right now no uh but they <laughs> so no because he was actually looking because they're also looking to like start doing um hemp cultivation uh, yeah actually i read about this like uh hemp based plastics 100 percent biodegradable mm-hmm. and like just as sturdy Arguably just as sturdy as like your your current plastics. Henry Ford made a car completely out of it. So you're saying day. you're saying that the next yeah, vodka man, tampon you know? that I use will I be mean, a hemp tampon. Should be yeah, actually yeah hemp yeah or it's synthetic it's, cotton. It's, well, it'll be hemp for the fabric and also hemp plastic for the plastic. Yes, right because I correct. I mean, it's applica- yeah, because I don't really like the cardboard applicators when I'm. It's a weird thing where like hemp just went away. Was that like a pre World War or pre Civil no, War that's thing? No, William Randolph Hearst. Um, I mean, you know, it's kind of you know the more things change, the more they stay the same. But um, so hemp was the primary industrial fiber for the longest time. Yeah, at least even from a paper standpoint, and um, it like fermented two things, which is that they conflated hemp with marijuana. But uh, it was because, uh, you know, like there was kind of this whole like uh, marijuana was the uh, the Negro devil drug of choice at the time. 
and uh, you know William Randolph Hearst is the Roger Isles slash Rupert Murdoch of his day, and uh, also he basically took over the 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 ownership of pretty much every major uh, pulp wood plantation in the United States. So he was like the single source for all paper in the United in the United States, or the largest. Controlling yeah, interest in paper because hemp was a source of paper as well. Yeah, right? yes. absolutely. That's I'm pretty sure that's what the Constitution or was the Constitution were the were the well, amendments know, we, written we, on the Declaration of Independence. You know, yeah. like it, but was it written on hemp or no? Well, we we, we can look this up because we as we as we the sound power like power of the internet. Ah, uh, Constitution. Wish we had filters. I just want it in my hand so I can smoke it. <laughs> so, side note: while Gunner finds his information out, if we went to Canada right now, smoked weed. Mm-hmm. And came back. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe our jobs might like drug test randomly, but it's not likely, and there'd be no big deal. All three are if, written on parchment, not hemp paper. Oh, in South Korea, mm-hmm. it is illegal for their citizens to consume marijuana or any other illicit drug with their government de- deems an illicit drug. Mm-hmm. Um, under and if they do of, consume it, catapult. And it's pro- it's proven, it's uh, prison time or mm-hmm. thirty a thirty what what comes down to about a thirty thousand dollar fine. Interesting. Well, I mean, it, it you know the toss up is South the, you, go, you go to the Chinese, South Korea, you go to the Chinese one where it's uh like Jackie Chan had to like buy his son's life because it's a death penalty. So I mean, like on the South Korean side, that's not too bad. No, I mean, no, 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 no. It's not a death penalty if you're selling it or if you're if you're consuming it for China in another country. It is a fucking it is illegal for a yeah. South Korean citizen to ever consume it. Doesn't matter where they are. Well, right. Which is crazy. Yeah. Which is absolutely nuts. Yeah. No, I mean like it we, you have to pay they're not the only it's modern cuz StarCraft. Well, yeah. They would know. be way too good. No, they'd be terrible. They'd be way marijuana too. Is a performance enhancing drug? Are you fucking kidding me? The Olympic the Olympic committee has about, ruled that marijuana is a performance enhancing drug. Yeah, the committee is a fucking well, pawn. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I don't. If you've ever played like somebody who video games where timing matters, real time strategies probably don't make as much of a difference. But if you play somebody where timing matters, I I find people that are high are sometimes like way better than if they're not. It's the Parkinson's thing. Now, my, my I, I've gamed with very few high people, but there's a, there's a rule where they can no longer be high if they're going to play because they're unbeatable. Are you talking get about? Good. Get good. <laughs> I know who you're good. talking about, and I would make the argument that this individual smoked so much that when he didn't have it in his system he actually wasn't straight it's an interesting perspective <laughs> no it's he actually it's, had, no, didn't it's, get it in his system I mean, to like, kind of get straight it's like you, man you driving see, is so hard without a beer in my blood you, you, you ever see the clips of the, the guys who have like um full body parkinson's and then they're like they they they, they, they tear up and you can like see their nervous system like get back into whack like in real no. time. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah is that like, you're saying, the guys with like the. Are you saying I'm losing to somebody with Parkinson's? No, I'm saying that like he he's all twitchy. He, he's he's all twitchy, and that's like that's what that's what he needs to regulate that shit. The cannabinoids kind of just straighten his shit out. Could be, or her shit. I or have her only shit, I have yeah. only anecdotal evidence. 
But that's exactly what you fucking just gave was anecdotal, yeah. anecdotal yeah, evidence. It's like literally. Oh, okay. I thought you said you didn't like anecdotal evidence. No, yeah, but he's no, I'm just it. mumbling, and I'm sorry. Uh, he, I'm doesn't, sorry. He, doesn't, he doesn't like hemp tampons up his butt, but we're still talking about. Who rumors. said that? Well, I did. I don't go spreading rumors about me not liking hemp tampons awesome. up my butt. If we could just get that moving. The weed legalization thing, the hemp too, and honestly, I'm most excited for the hemp industry. Like, what can we do with that? Like, maybe we can grow that shit up here pretty, pretty easily. Like, I don't know, maybe we could have hemp farms or something, and we maybe have a factory that. Well, there will be. There'll be six of them that Cuomo's already granted exclusive rights to grow. Is that for hemp, or is that just for that's medicinal marijuana? No, it's medicinal marijuana. Oh. But there, are, there, are, there, are, there are multiple hemp licenses as well. They're, they're kind of getting. You gotta be, you gotta be partner program and stuff. Man, like can that. you imagine if they built like a hemp factory in Canastota? Like they could just, you, it'd be jobs. You make plastic and shit like that. And well, then all the we, people we, that we, are we, high we, in the we street can, have an excuse now. We, we yeah. can, we can put it, we can put it next to a beautiful waterfront property. That's right. It's oh, easily man. shipped. I'm starting to like the Canastota that you're painting. Yes. Sounds like a beautiful village. And we could have a little edibles shop. We got We just got to chase those damn kids off the uh, the 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 red rail there. Edibles have got to be dangerous. They should start putting some bittering agent in them or they something. Gotta, it's gotta, like it's like a can of air. Like if you like inhale it, it'll kill you. So they put a bittering agent in so you don't inhale the can of air. How many of those fucking gummies? Like they're so gummies are so delicious. Even generic gummies are still pretty fucking good. Like hard gummies that have been sitting in the cupboard for like yeah. two years, they're I'll still kind of pretty good. Yeah. Like you could put them in like a bottle of vodka and then like have gummy flavored vodka and they're delicious. You imagine edible freaking marijuana just everywhere? Like they would really have to be careful how many, like they would have to be like warnings. I mean, because yeah, there's, 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 there's yeah. warnings now. Because the thing is, is that like we're in this arms race where like everybody keeps making things stronger, and like from a pharmacological standpoint, edibles are scary as shit because nobody like you getting tanked, you know. And I, as I don't, I, I, I just I speak from the pharm, ph- pharmacist standpoint, not the the pharmacological standpoint, not like personal experience, but. You know, like you're getting tanked on alcohol, you got a pretty good idea when you're gonna when you're gonna get fucked up. I mean, like you know, I mean, like you, you get a general horse. Unless you're right? Jello shots, I like I hearken edibles to Jello shots. Jello, well, no, <laughs> I did 26 uh, ed- Jello shots edib- once. Edibles, it was my first time. Edibles are like Jello shots that you, that year we tried to make the Jello jigglers with Devil's Spring. Yeah. And DJ Jazzy Jess just started fucking puking the rainbow dressed as Rainbow Bright like within it's a, good it's a good analogy though Wade because it's in solid form and usually you don't consume alcohol in solid form <laughs> right so so your body's like well I'm not drunk I'm just gonna do another jello shot oh, and God. all of a sudden like your stomach breaks all of them down it melts all of that jello it is all it in makes my blood it into now. your system and you are immediately fucking trash it's like inside a dubstep drop happens it's like <laughs> Which is why you have to cut it with PCP so that you carry through. You know, you know why we stopped serving Jello shots at our parties. Well, people start vomiting. No, because people they do the Jello shot and then they fucking leave the cups on the floor and they would get stuck to the floor. Like people yeah. would trash the house with them. That's why we stopped doing them. They were such a great idea. But like um, uh, Tisdale, who now runs his own brewery. Not runs. I'll be there this. I'll be there next week. Run, oh, not, very nice. Not, not runs. Lives in. Yeah, he lives there. He lives. Uh, he, I heard he lives inside one he's of the like kegs. He's like a gnome. He's like a very tall, 
slightly less skinny gnome. But what Tisdale started doing is he started getting the jello mixes and he started getting the liquor and he would he would taste the jello mix with a little bit of liquor in it and he would try to find the one that masked the flavor yes. of the liquor the best. Oh, and he found out that diet lime was the one and I believe it was uh, tequila or vodka or something. So when you're talking about the Devil Springs, which that's Devil Springs vodka, which by the way, Gunner, Devil Springs is no longer 160 proof vodka. It's only available now as 150 proof vodka. So pussies. Yeah. So Devil Springs isn't as strong as it was when we were growing up. But that's the one where we were able to get the Devil Springs vodka and mix it in with the Jello shots. And and people were like, "Oh, this tastes great." It was the diet lime shots, and that was that was Justin Tisdale. That was well, uh, that was the brewmaster. Well, and actually, so. Your 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 piece of uh, reckless party advice, knowledge, knowledge for the night, Splenda will cover it right up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's exactly what I'm saying. The di- he the picked the ones. The dime, yeah, he but, picked but, the ones that were the diet lime, so they had the artificial sweetener in there, and uh, they, they. I don't know if Splenda Jello was out back then. Wait, but you just you, you just instead of you, you cut it with Splenda and it, it will. Yep, that yeah, was yeah. it. That was that was the trick. Can I just jump in on here? A shout out. I think that my sister Cassidy is now officially a Texan. This text just came through. First time shooting a rifle. We each got our own quadrant. I'm a damn good shot. Interesting. She's pretty good. Yeah. She's the bottom right hand side. Hmm. That will be probably the last state that week it's legalized in PS. Unless Austin takes control, then it'll be the one of the first. Well, unless Austin breaks breaks off into its own independent Zion, Let's, as it were. What do you think? How do you think it'll go? Because I would imagine it's going to go. We legalization is going to be a state by state thing. I don't think it's going to be a federal thing until the very end. It'd be nice if the feds would just fucking lift the. I what think. Is it, the I think schedule the God, three drug right now or something. I no. think the goddamn revenue man needs to give 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 a honest people a break trying to make a living with their corn liquor. You know what? You're talking about prohibition, right? Yeah. Well, actually, because well, going back, about bootlegging. But going back, because actually, like down south, the the only reason that you have a farm as a family thing is because you need a tax shelter to hide like all the freaking moonshine or boot, weed you're growing in the background. Anyways, I think I would imagine like politics, it will go from like the coasts in. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Some of those like Colorado will be the 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 bedrock upon which the degeneracy. Of the- has anyone heard about anything of, like, the negative impacts of weed legalization? Like, I know, like they say in Colorado, the one argument is We're because gonna, it was such an influx of money, like, uh, property values have gone, like, did, skyrocketed, like, insane amounts. That's cool. Well, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. It's that the uh, animal that uh, Cheeto dust flavoring is extracted from is going to go extinct within the next two or three years. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, no, let's talk about this. This That's is more a joke. It's not we, real. That's not real. <laughs> what, what the fuck did you do? Why'd you make that up? That's <laughs> a scare a, tactic. Why would you do that? No, because just, just as, as we legalization uh, goes, goes further and further. Pilots get the munchies. They eat Cheetos. Oh, man. I See, it goes over my head when you say stuff like that. I just wanted Cheetos when you said that. It was like the, I wanted it's Cheetos like, right now. I want well, them right now. But what, will, but what will happen? They make my breath smell like vomit, but I, I just love the taste. It's like the McRib. 
the the, the animal that McRibs come from. I think it was dragons. To extinction. Dude, sure I dragons. ever tell you? Um, shout out to. Uh, can I? Can I even? Would this be incriminating him? I don't give a fuck. He wouldn't care. He'd love it. But shout out to Chopper. Um, Chopper's been out of New York State for a long time. Is he still in The Walking Dead? Is he still doing that? I don't know if he still is, but that was that was one of the references I was going to say is that he was an extra on The Walking Dead for a few seasons. He used to post them on his Facebook. I think he deleted us all, um, <laughs> which happens a lot when you leave Canastota. You realize that you don't want to be reminded that you're from Canastota. But uh, Chopper's definitely born and raised um, Canastota. On the west side, Philadelphia <laughs> most of his days. And Chopper worked at a facility uh he worked at a warehouse that is ironically not for chopping that is not for chopping and it stored like it stored goods for other local companies and one of the things that he fucking got out of there was like an entire fucking box of mcribs and like there was a lot of them i'm talking like like over a hundred mcribs inside one of these boxes and he brought it over to our house one day and uh this was like when I was not a vegetarian, obviously, because I was eating hundreds of McRibs. And um, <clears throat> these, he brought over this box of McRibs, and we had to like find places to stuff them in the freezer because we run out of space. There's no way this box would fit in there. This is like an industrial box, like a McDonald's box. Right? And if we had been legalized stand. then, you would have had no problem eating them all. Yeah, I ate a lot of McRibs that year. Five weed heads can eat, he's, can he's, eat he's 17 like, to 20 pounds of McRibs. It's science. Yes, <laughs> before sleeping for three months straight. Yep, it's science. There's I a still up. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, with the, uh, the, the, that sauce is part of the meat. The sauce, the sauce. Like you just heat up the meat and the sauce just appears. Yeah, it is really kind of weird. <laughs> it, 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 it excretes. No, but I'm saying the weed head but, after he, after feasting upon his 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 twice his body weight in McRib meat will form a small plug locked upon a hemp tampon lodged in a certain area that is unmentioned. Watch as the McRib performs a dark ritual as it is warmed <laughs> yeah. up and summons the sauce. sauce. <laughs> it's now in. Now comforted by his sin food, it's he weird, shall though, sleep like, for six months to emerge shedding his skin and his shame. You don't realize how important it is like that those McDonald's meat products are shipped with the rest of the McDonald's ingredients. Like, like if you get a cheeseburger, right? Does it the cheese just come with, out of the burger as it's cooking? No, no. It's, I've worked at McDonald's. It's just a regular American cheese. It is a frozen, shitty, frozen puck. Yes. <laughs> but, but like, like if you don't have the American cheese, the mustard and the ketchup, the pickles, and I think they put a couple of little, like, diced, like, diced onions. onions. Yep. And... Very, very important. An onion gun. You can have the onion gun. Sure, you can use the onion gun for the onions if you want, Gunner. You don't. You, you don't. You just if, take your hands and fucking throw them on. That's gross. You know what? You if gun. you were a mecha warrior that launched onions, I'd call you the onion gun. I think Ken Lindsay has a comic about that. I'm sure he does. We got to have him on here. Okay, so. But the but Name one drop. of the most important parts of this fucking cheeseburger, I don't know how we got it topic, is is that bun. It's a very unique bun. You can't buy those buns. Well, it's because it's a war crime. You can get their other ingredients. You can buy shitty pickles. You can buy fucking <laughs> shitty pickles. <laughs> you could buy pre-diced onions that are like kind of pasty but kind of onion. 
you can get ketchup and mustard. It's just regular Heinz ketchup with, I think, actually Heinz I doubt mustard. actually it's Heinz ketchup. It's probably some, like, obscure stuff made. No, it's 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 made it's made in a town called Heinz in the Qingzhou province. Probably. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. Uza, next to Uza. Next to Uza, Uza yeah, yeah. Made in Uza. Made in Uza. Um, but, man, it's so important. So, like, like, like back to these McRibs, right? <laughs> Yeah, so let's get back to the McRib straight. So, 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 so if did, you think about the cheeseburger in its perfection, right? If you go to like the McRib, are you going to criticize my word perfection? Yes, right? <laughs> yes. Actually, you know, I'm just what? It's curious. Fitting. Does the sauce come from the 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 something that they do to the meat, or is the sauce a byproduct of the Actually, animal? That's that a good question, from? Trace. Was I, the sauce heard packed that, with it? I heard chopper was under non-disclosure. No, no, it wasn't. It, it looked as if there was no sauce. It was on it. suspended in sauce, many, but the sauce. How many legs yeah. does that? Does they, the, they probably the, put extra sauce on when they made the sandwiches. But the interesting <clears throat> thing was is that that the McRib came with its own bun as well, right? It wasn't yeah, because the same. it wasn't like a patty sized thing. It was like bigger, a little slightly longer or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that so you get a fucking McRib, which is already a weird chunk of meat and you mess up the bun equation and you put it on like american bread because that's what we did right mm-hmm. i mean chopper wasn't dropping off you gotta a toast box the bread. you gotta toast the bread you gotta toast the wonder bread before you make the rib yeah, that, that argument can be made for any sandwich gunner. it won't matter gunner that argument can same. be made for any sandwich right it all tastes the same it doesn't taste the same though um but like if you get the McRib and you try to pull it off with anything but the McRib bread, it's a completely different sandwich. And then you do that for like a month. It kind of you kind of changes your feeling about the McRib. It's like Does eating the sauce start coming out of you? for a month, but only getting to eat the burger. After a while, you just start to like dislike the burger. You're like, I don't want this food. I want the pickles. Is it really the bun, though? I think if you ate McRibs for a month, even with the bun, you'd be disgusted <laughs> by it. I don't. Well, no, it's because you're. I don't you're think d- so. It's because actually, the, the trick is, is the McRib is actually the tongue of an animal of a particular kind of animal, and it's your tongue starts becoming a McRib by eating too many of them. That's weird. Go Thanks ahead. for letting me finish that terrible story. Now you were about to correct me on on the word perfection. Well, I just—it's it's weird when you finish. when you use the word perfection and McDonald's cheeseburger in a sentence together. I guess maybe not. It's to me, it's like a chocolate chip cookie, right? It's it's simple enough to appeal to the masses, but when done the only right way, it is something that is good. And I mean, I don't I don't eat cheeseburgers anymore, but it's uh, it's it's undeniable that their cheeseburger has a flavor profile that appeals to at least our country, uh, other country. But the yeah, I mean, no, I, I can't deny that it has a flavor profile that is appealing to pretty much any country that it invades and then makes morbidly obese. But I mean, that is what happened. That's like that's happening. That's part now. of perfection, Wade. I guess if that's how you want to describe <laughs> perfection, it's a per, it's, it's a perfect killing machine. <laughs> This coming from a guy that 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 loves like loves fast food and burgers and stuff, but like hasn't been able to eat them in a long time. I, I actually, you know, I I think that the the Big Mac is like is really a good step up from the who, McDonald's cheeseburger. Who who do you like? Re- I'm a fan of the Big Mac. I think the Whopper. I don't need any of this meat anymore, but I think it's a delicious burger. I don't know what it is about that freaking Big Mac. I don't know if it's the, it's the terrible sauce. lettuce, if it's the sauce. I think it's the sauce. But it's such a good, that like the amount of fat, salt, 
and sweetness inside that burger is is very delectable. And it do, it's it, it, those flavor profiles are found in other fast food sandwiches, but none of them have really had that success of the Big Mac. No one's nailed the Big Mac. That being said, I'll take a Whopper any day over a Big Mac. So actually, yes. Which which one? Which fast food franchise would you uh, would you risk ending your your somewhat returning health for, like in an immediate sense? Okay, so this is Let's do this. Let's let's keep doing this. Um, <laughs> so we'll do like a list. So if I could have fast food, like for the rest of your life, and, and it wasn't. Unhealthy. Oh no, I'm I'm saying like you know, just one. Like you roll the Russian roulette because the other thing is that the, every place around here is sketchy, and you have like a, at least a thirty percent chance Getting of like coming. Poisoning? Like yes, but, yeah, but, but, no but, doubt. But I mean, if you put these weird like. You can't conditions. put you, yeah. You can't put weird conditions because because I mean you can and that gets fun, but like it's going to influence our decision. That's like, true. Well, no, like but, Wade well, might I, pick one, but now he's going to take health into consideration because he doesn't want to die. Well, no, no, but I, no, but I, no, I'm, I'm saying you <laughs> know I think this is relevant asshole. because I guess the thing is that, that it's like it's like you get it's like you have a drink like a drinking binge there. You know, like we go out we go out and do buck jam. And it's like you got a few in you, and it's like, man, I am really regretting this the next morning. Mm-hmm. You know, like not like not like tanked. It's just like I'm old, and this like shit catches up with this, this shit catches up with us now. So for the sick feeling, essentially, yeah. So basically, so, because so your, your body's going to be immediately poisoned by consuming this. So but I'll give what you is worth it. So I'll give you the hypothetical that I think you're reaching for. If somebody told you you could only go to one fast food place one day for a full year. Which place would it be? Okay, yeah, this is, this is this is a good way of guessing this. That's pretty good. I am going to go with. Whew, this is really good because I've been really good at my diet for like a long time. Are you, are you going to get the sadness bowl from KFC? No, KFC will not be considered. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, but it's, the sadness a, bowl. it's a toss up between two places. It's a toss up between Burger King. And Wendy's, and I'm going. Oh, Baconator. I'm gonna. I'm going. I'm going to Burger King. Okay. I'm going to Burger King. I'm getting a double Whopper with bacon and cheese. And uh, the French fries are inferior, far inferior to Wendy's. And frankly, the burgers are kind of inferior too. But. There's something about that Whopper. I don't know. Yeah. It's well, actually, really you, good. You see, yeah, because I'm going to tell, tell you what. Gunner, yeah, who are you going to? I was going to say, like, because, uh, again, I, I I have periods of good and then I stress. But uh, you haven't been a Burger King in a while because you got to keep the sourdough jack. That is your uh, that is your sandwich of choice. Is that what it's going to be and for no, you? No, well, I actually, because. Yeah, we can't make a decision on something we haven't tried. And you didn't bring sourdough jack tonight. I don't know why. I can bring a bag of sourdough jacks. We all can look at it what and be the, like, the, "What the fuck is sourdough jack?" I think it's like a Whopper, but it's on this. Their new. I've heard of this new sourdough bread that they have mm-hmm. there. Yes, mm-hmm. I guess it's really tasty. Yeah, and it's, is Burger King like, your choice as well? Well, see, so here's the thing. Um, I I I uh, eat fast food more frequently than you do. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, is that both the Whopper and the Sourdough Jack, I feel as if I've immediately poisoned myself within, you know, like, 
within 10 to 15 minutes that has mm-hmm. not stopped me from returning. So from mm-hmm. a less healthy perspective, what's your choice? Oh, um, well, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say that the, the, the KFC thing is still out as well. Although the Sadness Bowl is always just like kind of... I just appreciate it for the Patton Oswalt bit now more than anything anything else. I'm going to have to say Taco Bell. See, I I can respect that decision. Trace, you are back to eating meat for one day, and you're going to enjoy it. And it's going to be delicious. Yeah, I put that on the table. I would not pick Taco Bell if I was eating meat because well, that what they serve is not meat. The meat. Um, it's they, <laughs> they even admit it's only like it's only it's like forty percent. It's, it's, it's meat. a pro, it's a protein it's a protein construct. Yeah, it's like cornmeal or something mixed. It's matrix in. food. Yeah, which it, it well, doesn't. Everybody taste will bad. be eating Taco Bell in the future as per demolition man. Yeah. Um, I, I would be torn. Um, I, I don't eat meat anymore, but I do love the way it tastes. Well, if you, ate, if you, I, I do if you ate meat now, you love, would especially be torn. <laughs> true. I do especially love the... Um, <clears throat> I do especially love the, the, the consistent preparation of fast food. It tastes exactly the same pretty much every time you get it. Something that I really, really have fond memories of, and and my kids eat a lot of them, um, is the chicken is the chicken McNuggets. Yeah, the, the, McDonald's is the only one that can do them. Yeah, and there's only two shapes. I think they stamp them out in those two shapes. <laughs> there's something about them; they're really good, and I think it's the breading. Um, it's it's the way that they. Um, it's the way that they they make the the white meat that they choose very consistent, and all those pink slurry things are fake by the way it's just fucking breast meat but um so i definitely have like this fond idea if if they made if they were able to make that chicken cruelty free i would i would get, get that fairly often i think it's great i actually get i get um uh gardein the uh, the vegan mm-hmm. um uh, food company they actually make and i'm not v- vegan but but the their nuggets are great. They make a vegan nugget that is shaped very similar to that, and the breading is very good. Um, my my vegan brother uh, turned me on to them, and and those are those are great. I like eating those. They aren't anywhere as good as the real chicken, but those are great. I could probably go for like like forty of those nuggets, <laughs> like and I want every pieces. fucking sugary ass dipping sauce. Right? I want fucking. And I mean every one. I want the honey. You remember honey? Honey, honey mustard. I remember they actually had the straight honey. They had straight honey. They had straight honey. And they had honey mustard, um, like spicy mm-hmm. mustard they had. Somebody turned me on to getting the getting the honey and putting hot sauce in it. Oh, what a great fucking thing that was. Then get like some weird one, like ranch. Get one of those. And then all the other ones. Yeah. Um, honey mustard, I think. Um, I think it's spicy hot, mustard. Sp- yeah, hot yeah. mustard was removed from the menu. Ooh. Yeah, I yeah, believe that bummer. was removed from that the menu. That was my favorite. Um, and it was replaced with, I think, buffalo. Okay. But well. the buffalo is bad. Oh. It's really That's bad. It's too bad. Almost all fast food buffalo is bad because it doesn't actually taste like buffalo. It's just a really spicy, like, uh, I don't know, that whatever buffalo is made, made from, like butter or whatever. And uh, it's vinegar-based. sauce. Yeah, it just doesn't last inside those little containers. So all buffalo I get at fast food is junk. But um, that would that like I'm definitely fond of that, right? I would be attracted to that um, to just go binging. But I, I actually think 
I would have to like ultimately side with you, Wade, and the Burger King. But um, what I really liked from Burger King was, and I talked about how the, the cheeseburger had been perfected at McDonald's. I believe that the that the hamburger or the cheeseburger at Burger King, the flame broiled burger, yeah. is a better flavor profile to it me. Is. And the only reason I know this is because I spent a few years of my life going and hitting up like the like the the ten for the the ten. The, the 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 ten cent fucking burgers at both places. I think they were a quarter at Burger King, and they were ten cents at McDonald's. And we would buy bags. They would limit ten cheeseburgers per fucking bag at McDonald's. And what we would do is we would just go back through the drive-through. Like they, the, the the cash register would not allow them to sell more than ten cheeseburgers at a time, and we would just buy ten more. And I, I'm not kidding. We would come out with like sometimes like twenty or thirty cheeseburgers. Then when 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 Burger King was doing like the twenty five cent burger promotions, we were doing the same thing there. And after eating those over and over and over and over, I have to say that I do prefer, I do I do slightly prefer the um, the flame broiled patties from Burger King. So. I guess the more relevant part of this question, now that we've fallen into fast food conversation, one-on-one podcasting, really the thing is, what's what's the what's the thing that you come to regret? What, what you, what's your regret profile within fifteen minutes, within an hour, <laughs> with the next morning? Well, most fast food doesn't appeal to vegetarians or vegans, so it's really tough for me to be able to jump on that bandwagon with like the "Hey, I'm a, I'm older than thirty and want to eat something I feel like garbage immediately." Um, for me, there's really not even much at Taco Bell anymore. Um, the they, they don't offer the bean and, the bean and cheese burrito. <laughs> Like it's, it, it might, they'll probably make it if you ask, but it's not on the menu anymore. The only one that's on there that's not, that does not have any traces of meat in it is the, uh, the seven layer burrito. And it's got like, I don't know, beans and guac and stuff on it. And rice and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it equals up to seven layers. Um, but I don't know. I, it, that, that's actually, it's not that bad for you what that's made out of. So I don't have regrets when I eat Mine's those. probably five minutes in, like five minutes after I finish, and I just look at the devastation. And I like, look at how many calories I just consumed. Just, look at how the, bad. But doesn't the soda and fries bring a lot of that in too? Yes. Like you drink one of those extra large sodas down, and you eat like an extra large fry. Mm-hmm. Those two items, you could just consume that amount of salt, starch, grease, sugar, and and you would feel like that, yeah. right? D- don't even bring the freaking like the bun and the burger and the mayo and the yeah tomato and uh, I, I, yeah. It's not it's not very long. It's it's the, the shame is almost instant. Sometimes in the last bite, even I'm like, no, shouldn't have done this. Ever, this was a mistake. You ever dip your fries in a sundae or a milkshake? You know, I've never done it, and I feel you know where I've done it. Frosties at uh, Wendy's. That's what I used to do. Like. Fries into the frosty. Oh, man, that's that's like so. It's like so, salty. So not kosher. It's so good though. Kosher. Well, I mean, like you, you not mix. They it. might use you kosher want, salt. Well, no, I mean like what, you know. What in, part in, of that's in, not in, kosher? Well, no, man, you can't be dipping your fries and your frosties. I wonder if the McRib is kosher. Swizzle sticks. Well, I would guarantee not. Well, well, no, <laughs> because it, pork it is be. not. It is not. It is not meat of an animal that walks with hooves or. With the, yeah, with the cloven hoof or something yeah, like that. Yeah, clo- of the cloven hoof. And its sauce is not da- sauce is not dairy in any shape or form. It is the blood. It, 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 is, it, is not, it is something beyond blood. Have you yeah. ever had a vegan milkshake? You called water? 
I've had vegan milkshakes from Stronghearts. They're awesome. Yeah. The Roberto Clemente at Stronghearts is my favorite. Yeah, they taste pretty good. It's cookies Sorry, and cream and peanut butter that and was, chocolate. That was kind of kind. Of, that was that, that wasn't. A, I hope that wasn't condescending. But you water nature's fruit juice. You can be as condescending as you want. We started this conversation out with you admitting that you ate more fast food than the two of us. <laughs> so you can do I think at this point, Gunner, you have a pass to say whatever you want. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just, that's my, that's my stress mechanism. I, I wish I, actually, I really should just start day drinking. Oh, you, that I think sounds that, like a great, you also, great plan. The other thing too, Gunner, and and I think this is a little bit more unique for you is like like Wade and I, we live with our significant others, right? So a lot of the time, um, we're going to try our best to plan our meals around our significant others. Whether I mean, you guys work different shifts, but um, but you can still try your hardest to yep. plan your meals around them. So you might go shopping for her; she might go shopping for you. Whereas whereas with you, Gunner, you're a different. You're 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 kind of on your own. So. You know, it, when you're looking at your dinner options on the way home, there ain't nobody thinking to pick up dinner or, or leave dinner out for you when you get I home, I imagine right? with Gunner, it's like, because cause the sheer amount of stress he deals with at work, he just needs to get the fuck out of there, and he needs to, like, satisfy some, some circuit in his brain. Like, the pleasure button needs wanna, to get pushed, and I he's need, like, fucking need, a whopper need, will do no, this I need, shit I, right I, now. I, I need to feel pain in a new and... I need to feel regret in a new and different way. You know, you could start masturbating. <laughs> it's hard to do You'll that get the with immediate, a stick shift car. Immediate satisfaction and regret feeling that you get. <laughs> it's hard to do that with a six-speed, I'm just saying. Install the Lego flat flashlight. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some guy... So, for those who do know what the flashlight is... Um, some just, guy posted on Reddit uh, that he had decided to build a replica fleshlight out of Legos. For those that don't know who, what a fleshlight is, um, I apologize because now you're going to Google it and you're going to say, what the fuck did I just Google? It's not safe for work. No. Bad dragon. Naked otter. I don't know about naked otter. I don't At, know about no naked it. otter. I'm Dad, not going to look at Oh, What's that would naked? be a What's fun a naked episode idea. An, an episode dedicated to uh, to like internet. So it's like it's like a game. Internet uh, phrases and yeah, and you have to Google it. You have to Google uh, it. Did you know that Jeff had? Did you know that Jeff had a naked otter? Ah, <laughs> oh, see, uh, you have to, uh, you have to uh, images too. <laughs> it's oh, I'm just looking at Urban Dictionary. Uh huh. What was the naked otter in Urban Dictionary? Is it say? Is it safe to say? Can you say it? It's all safe to say. <laughs> yes, it's it's all safe to say. Trace, here, get your phone out. I know that people at work actually listen to the show, so I'm not going to. Say oh, okay, anything. fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Trace, going to be the one. Go that to did Google it. Images. Okay, naked. A naked otter is a slang term for nude pictures of a slim, hairy gay man. <laughs> well, that's not bad. That's the nice one. No, nice. All right. Now, I should not now have while you're images. on Google Images, look at Blue Waffle. See, the is thing it? that sucks here, Wade, is that I have like a shared computer at home. So my history <laughs> of, of all these naked otters, I'm looking at the same pictures, Gunner. You don't need to put it in my face. I'm looking at the same exact nude photos as you right now. Oh, my God. Blue Waffle. All right. I'm oh, my. <laughs> that's, that's not a naked otter. That's Photoshop. That is definitely Photoshop. But it's like a grizzly bear, right? I mean, it's like a term to describe 
like yeah. a like a naked uh, male. See, but you it, would think, but you would think, oh, naked otter? Is it like a hairless otter or something like that? This trick was played on me before. That's why I think it's funny. You know, did I ever tell you that my old coworkers, which man, I miss them so much. They're awesome. Um, we still get together once in a while. Oh, and by the way, one of them did a freaking barbecue, and I did eat meat that day. Really? Yeah, he what? made. Um, he did some, chicken. He did some pork ribs. Okay. Well, yeah, pork. I think they were pork. Yeah. It's like the. Um, I and I tried one rib. I just had to. And then he, he had spent the all freaking day cooking them. I did have to try them. Um, yep, yeah, he did make a salmon for me because I'm kind of a fake vegetarian. I eat fish. Pescatarian. He's a pescatarian. Yeah. Um, Joe Piscopo. But the, but the, the the three of us, um, actually the four of us, I think Gunner was part of it too. We came up with a song, and it was called "The Twelve Days of Fleshlight," and it was the twelve days of Christmas, except each. Um, you know, each each day was was, a sex toy? was some type of sex thing. Yeah, yeah. My favorite one was um, it was uh, you know, five cock rings, four skin. Oh, uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing the whole thing right now. Maybe I'll sing it for a Christmas episode. Maybe. Well, we have to remember it, and that's gonna require the greatest American hero to uh, actually. No, it doesn't have the goldie. Doesn't have the goldie locks anymore. So I don't know. The, the greatest American hero is the proper slang slang name for him anymore. Yeah, but we had to write him down. And actually, um, the question came up, and one of them was like, "Hey Trace, you need to, um, you need to, uh, you need to help us come back back with these lyrics because it'd been years since we had sang the song together. We do it on our lunch breaks because that's the type of people that we are, and." Uh, I couldn't remember them, and I couldn't remember them. And one night, we all went out drinking with each other, and I ended up writing them down on the back of a beer coaster. I stuffed the beer coaster in my pocket, and I found the beer coaster like three months later. So the lyrics of 12 Nights of Flashlight were eventually found. Nice. But I thought it would be a nice a nice story since you brought up the, the Lego flashlight. You know, it's a part of our I lives just, and our I heart. I just don't want to pick... I just don't want to... I just don't want to conceive of the callus that, that that eventually just comes into being. Yeah. There's going to be some bleeding. There will be blood, like oh, the movie. Oh, you're talking about the Lego one? Yes. Yeah, Did I you? mean, if you think about stepping on one. Oh, yeah, right? Imagine jamming your dick into one. I, jamming your going, urethra. Well, that's somebody, one of the comments on the Reddit post says, um, it says, jam your brick into it. That was kind of cute. <laughs> what the... Should we talk about more serious stuff that's happening in our country or no? What, what serious stuff? I don't want to get too shooting. political. Like sadness, sadness there was balls? There a shooting? Yeah, there was a, you guys didn't hear about the shooting? Oh, the one in uh, California? Yeah. 13 people dead, I'm pretty sure. Like at a bar. I don't know anything about it, though, unfortunately. Just that there's a shooting. Well, that and there were a bunch of people who were survivors mm-hmm. from the Las Vegas one. At that bar? At, at that, at that oh, one, Jesus, too. can you imagine that shit? Well, I survived the... A shooting in Las Vegas, only to be a potential victim at a shooting at, at a bar at two twenty in the morning in Ca- Ventura County, California. He was, he was he was just a strange, weird white guy. That shit scares me. All that stuff. Whenever like like just random acts of terror like that happen on people, it just terrifies me. I mean, I guess that's the point, right? Because it's terrorism, but. I don't know. There's something so scary about it. Just a, losing a, your loved ones, well, losing your friends, just with no expectation. There's something so terrifying about that. Do you think it's pointless um, 
to identify the gunman because they did they did they eventually identified him. Do you think it's counterintuitive to identify them and to give them any type of press, or do you think it's important to identify them and maybe try to identify the reasons as why they did it? Well, we had a good episode on gun violence and gun control, and um, of course, I shared some of my kind of the information that I've learned over the years, I wouldn't necessarily say it's formed an opinion because I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sit kind of between, um, between both sides of the argument um, from an opinion perspective. But I, you know, like, like, like we use the example um, from Bowling for, for Columbine, where I, I do believe that the media is partially to blame for it happening again and again, because they do immediately like That's entertainment, like celebritize this, this gunman and it kind of gives incentive for the next gunman that comes along um because if 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 nothing else he'll at least be known but i don't know maybe maybe i don't know if it makes a difference this one's a little different this this gun is a 28 year old ex marine oh god he's a veteran Oh gosh! And was there was there an agenda, or was he out of his that's, mind? Or that's still kind of they don't know. Well, you know, but it's it, it, was there anything special at the bar? Was my it a gay guess bar? is was it yes. I wondered if maybe it was like it was polarized a, bar, right? Like was it possible? Like like Miami, it was like a a gay bar there or whatever, mm-hmm. if that's what you want to call it, or a bunch of progressive on one side or progressive on the other side. I mean, with with I hate to be stereotypical, but with military, you know, he may be he may be further on the right, and they may have not shared um, like a left opinion with him. I wonder if uh, it's under wraps right now because it's it potentially could be really bad PR for the government, essentially, because a lot of these vets that have PSTD and coming out aren't properly kind of depressurized from a, from a combat situation. They're just thrown into the world and then expected to deal with all the pressures, completely different pressures, but pressures nonetheless of how to kind of function as a civilian, not as like a soldier, because it's very different. Like well, I've, I have a lot of friends that are ex-military that I've met along the way, and it's it's not a... And that, 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 that makes you wonder what the scenario is, because, yeah, if he was in there and he got paranoid, it's one thing, right? That's a fucking mistake. That is a fucking accident. That is a man that is probably... Um, probably well suited to hold a firearm that had a a pretty crazy um, like like a psychotic episode and that is an accident because a psychotic episode is something I know a lot of people think that you should be able to mentally screen people yeah, mentally health screen them before they get guns but uh, the reality is is that you can have a psychotic episode when you're um, you know, in the middle of your life, it's not necessarily something that can be screened for. So, if that's what happened, then well, there's the, not a whole lot that could have been there, done. It's the, just well, a tragic the, accident. The, However, if it was if it was charged, right? If it was charged politically, he went in with a trench coat. He went in well, there no, to execute people. Well, no, but people. the well, cause the other <laughs> the other thing was is that he, you know, whether you hyperbole or not, uh, the other deal was that he actually he had multiple extended mags. Like it was like you know it's not so he, it's you know it's, so it's not a self defense thing. He was going it was, to it was, do yes, a mass shooting. Was this to, wasn't. But I think what what I guess with thirteen deaths it couldn't have been an accident anyway. Right. right? Yeah. Be, I mean because you would have run out of rounds if it were an accident if he was just carrying. Yeah. The thing is, um, I think why they're kind of on wraps about it is because we don't give these guys the proper care, um, and they slip through the cracks. Oh. And he may have been just the guy that slipped through the cracks and probably didn't get the proper like mental health care that he probably needed. Well, 
you have you have multiple areas of exposure because you have that you have um, effectively it's kind of like how there's been all this lobbying to basic basically not get any accurate reporting on gun injury gun injuries or like the health effects of gun policy in the United States because it can't be a problem if it's not being recorded you know but it's also like that they're they're like that there's a, there there is there is there is a real um radicalization going on from like the white you know the white white extremism the white nationalist side and you know it's the you know like whether whether you whether you know everything else aside there are there are very there are very deliberate attempts to avoid reporting on that reality because you know like we, we because it's, it's because it's that's presumptuous though we don't know that right about this no, guy well no no I'm, 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 I'm not even saying that I'm saying like you, you talk about that because you talk about the the actual health impacts it's like the it's like the freaking NFL you know conspiratorial things aside it's like the NFL sitting on the the the, the research talking CTE about research yes you know like because that that's actually that's one of the things they talk about now is that um one of the like that that's gonna you know, like every every major conflict that the United States has had in the twentieth century has a distinctive you know like a distinctive socially debilitating injury that's associated with the armed services and then the, you know like the Viet Vietnam it was Agent Orange exposure and long term you know the psychological stuff but yeah Afghanistan and Iraq it's chronic it's you know it's brain injuries and all that kind of stuff you get for you know like besides all that you, you have like you have the you have the trifecta of like horrific mental health services in the armed forces they don't you know you don't get you don't get wind down time you have long-term sustained stress because we're like over deploying everybody yeah, dude and you have um multiple people getting pushed back out into the field after they've sustained long-term like actual brain injuries and one of the one of the consistent symptoms of post-concussion syndrome is reduced like you basically your amygdala gets fucking f fucked up and you like lose that like you know like you lose that mood regulation thing yeah right I've, but that's i think that's more of what i'm discussing as as is just an accident right because that's just an accident <clears throat> that's something that was something bad was going to happen and there wasn't a whole lot of ways to prepare for it or to um to really prevent it versus complete premeditated what you're talking about premedicated trench coat walking in but i, I mean you think that those two things are related i, I think definitely think i think those two are related different. I, and no, here's I, here's I, hear me out on this and why i think that so i'll take it from the nfl perspective right so let's take combat out of it so you have a guy like junior seau who's one of arguably one of the best linebackers ever to play football but numerous, numerous, numerous concussions. Um, he retires. He has a ton of fucking money. And this is kind of like the sad fact is this, is, this story happens, seems more ra rather than not, it's more recent. Um, but it happens a lot more um, than, than the NFL would like to admit. He takes a shotgun and he blows his fucking brains out. Family says after... It's the first several concussions, he wasn't the same. Mm -hmm. He started to have these crazy depressed like mood swings and stuff like that. And just one day it got so much so bad for him, he decided to devise a plan that he was going to end his life. Mm -hmm. 
I would imagine that someone with a similar kind of symptoms or issues, it would not be too much of a stress or a stretch for someone to say, I'm in a really bad place. I'm really fucking upset. I'm going to blame somebody else for all these problems that I'm having, whether it's rejection from a woman or rejection from a social group or something like that. Maybe he's an outcast. And he's like, I'm just going to get even and I'm going to make them pay attention to me. I'm going to fucking off all these people, right? That, that, that could be true. But I think that that the... Um I think that there's depression can definitely lead to premeditated murder for sure. But I think it's more common what you described with the scenario that occurred where depression occurred, depression resulted in suicide, right? It's, it's depression is a very, um, it's, you feel like your life has no purpose. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to wipe out people around well, you. Well, depression you, you, you stems you say, from anxiety. Well, you know, but you say that, and actually one of the things that they talk about is that you can say demographics aside, it's one of the, like, there are rage issues that just come with that. And yeah. it's but, one of the reasons the why domestic violence, that's why domestic violence rates are, but, are, are, are so statistically but higher but, than average. But again, you're talking about an accident, right? You're talking about, you're no, talking I mean, about an escalation. Got, you, you're talking about an escalation, an event that escalates, right? If you're taught, if, if that's what you're talking about, right? If you're talking about anger management and stuff like that, I, it's okay, different than stopping, leaving your home, right? Packing yourself up with all of the weapons and going that style that style transportation with weapon is 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 quite different than 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 what you'd experience in the in the one or two or three hour rage that you might have because you're having a breakdown. Well, I think like, like with with like it, that's a full blown premeditated event. It's not like well, what if he just had the gun again? Because the other. The, the, I, you're talking about the you know you're talking about this and then like again you got to let the police well supposedly he killed the the, the gunman killed himself so that they're gonna they're gonna do their oh, police work after yeah, the fact yeah he killed himself yeah he committed suicide. they're gonna do the police well, you know then like that, well, then that would they, help they reinforce do, this you know the the fact that he's that he's probably depressed but you know but it, again in you hope that the police work is is good on that too but it, it's we we kind of have. You know, like we have a rhetoric going around where, like, you should be armed to the like. There, there. I, I'm kind of amazed that there are there are there are many people as there as there are as many people that actually believe that. Yeah, I need to be armed to the teeth so I can, like, you know, it, it's it's the it's the it's the Wild West mentality. Like, I gotta be I gotta be carrying iron. When, when, when I leave the house. And I understand the mentality, but the fact is, it's like, even if those 13 people were armed to the teeth, they probably wouldn't have had the time to re, to even yeah. respond in a second. They well, probably, yeah, most like, of them well, probably no, still and, be dead. And, well, and, and, but even that, it's like, yeah, because they're like, you're going to, you're going to tell me that you're going to do, you're going to do uh, gunman defense, defenstration drills. I think Gunner's point is that it. the escalation could happen quicker than the way I'm painting it because he could have already been armed just naturally. He could have been armed uh, everything yeah, naturally. I, you know, Therefore, and, whatever whatever type of, of breakdown he had, whatever escalation he had, um, he, he just happened to have everything out in his car. So it was a 30-second well, run there's out. Kind of, that's kind of the scary thing. So where, they, where you're saying mm -hmm. an accidental type of thing where he just right. blows up for just one kind of random reason not right. a multitude of things coming together it just 
he's just got it right there, and he can just lock and load and ready to go. Yeah, man, I'm definitely with you on that. That's a scarier this, fucking you know, scenario. I mean, like part of part of that is that that you know, and you, you go back and forth on this whole gun thing and like the practicality of it. Like I don't know, I don't know. Like, do you still, do you still talk to uh, Mike at all? No. MK. Okay, because you know, like I I know a couple of our couple of our coworkers were kind of firearm enthusiasts. Oh wait, who? What did you say, Mike at Hall? Mike MK. But what what did you say though? Yeah, Kohler. Yes. Yeah. Once. Yeah. On occasion. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you know, like a couple couple of our ex coworkers, you know, your ex coworkers, but they were they were firearm enthusiasts, and like New York State basically went through and like have New York State. Uh, what was it? The Empire Act or something like that. Well, and that's like that was the big anti Cuomo proponent up here. Cuomo, the, um, Cuomo wants are our you guns. Talking about the New York Safe Act. The Safe Act. Safe yes. Act. Yeah. yeah. The one, the one that basically restricted magazine size and stuff yeah. like that. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in theory, that was what this is kind of. You know. You're gonna do what you're gonna do, and you know, like we, if anything, it's shown that human beings are remarkably adept at like working around problems. Yeah, and and I mean, we again, we did have a we did have a pretty good talk about it I, I i really don't i don't care for the topic of gun control no no because i, I, I think that it's that, but, it's polar it's polarizing yeah but um but yes yeah, so 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 can you get to the point with with him no no what i, what I, I guess where, where i'm going with that is that like this is this is kind of this is the this is some of the basis that if you you ask people why they're like oh we need to we need to control guns mm-hmm. is because of the ubiquity, the basically not the ubiquity, but that the fact that you have the scenario where somebody like you know if if he was carrying iron and it was fine and then it's not fine, mm-hmm. and it's the same reason you know. But again, it gets into the idea of effectively yeah, I'm, I don't want somebody carrying. A a, I don't want. Clips. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't want somebody. I don't want somebody carrying a pencil because they could stab me in the fucking eye with it at any moment. You know, it, it, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's, what, nobody's taking back the clips. I mean, no, and it's it's because well, California has like some weird weird. Fucking! Well, I promise I won't put more than five bullets in. Like it's not. It's, yeah, I, I the reason that that people like him, I listen to them argue, is because it's the it's it's at the end of the day, it's the effectiveness of the control that you put on yeah. that you put on the people. You know, well, we, we, the we effectiveness talk. of it is the is what I like to watch and I like to observe. But I'm not I'm I not can, I, I, I'm not really into guns, so I'm not a great person to talk well, to no, about I, it. But I think as this as this um. Uh, What's his face there? The like investigation that? rolls out about this guy. We'll fi- find out more. It'll be interesting to find out, um, you know, out of the, uh, the the hypotheses that we've all come up with, um, kind of in a circle about, you know, what could possibly be his issues, who will be the closest, um, whether it was a bad day, whether it was completely premeditated, whether it was uh, politically charged, um, whether it was um, socially charged, like, like some type of gay bar type thing. I was like, I was... No, they haven't. They're very tight-lipped about it right now. I mean, it did just happen, so it just happened. Was it this morning or yesterday morning or something? Oh, come on. And it's California time, so I think it was yesterday morning, but... Yeah, it's it's troubling, it's disturbing, but like I like I like you said, it's no, it was it was uh it was today today so this morning early very very early this morning, um, the media definitely it's like all over CNN, it's probably over Fox, it's probably over like the major ones, and there's probably about five different stories like attached to it. It's like there's nothing else that can be talked about than this shooting country music bar. Well, you know we gotta. 
we got to. And you know what kind of kind of bothers me about it? And it's it's it, I I blame Jeff Zucker for it. <laughs> I uh, pick that up, scan robot. Um, somebody put a Facebook post about it, and they were like, "Just another, you know, white male." They're like the the mo- like the most dangerous terrorist in America. It was kind of, <sighs> and I kind of felt like. Well, who's the du- who's the dude that everyone flipped out on and saying that white like white men were the single biggest threat? In oh, America? that was uh, like you know you yeah the dude like, I know exactly uh, Lemon right Don yeah. Lemon or something like that I believe his well, name no, was because you know and I guess like because part of it is like hyperbole and stuff like that and CN- CNN is such garbage. Well, I just but, I feel like it's. If you say something like that, then you if you're going to single out someone by race and generalize, it's just as racist as, as fucking yeah, well, saying no, that and, about and, another and, race, well, is it actually, not? Because really, if you want to you want to phrase it, is that um, Al Qaeda still has Al Qaeda still has kind of like the, to, the the total number because of the whole 9/11 thing. But there have been more white nationalist terrorist actions in the United States than any single. Yeah, but we're playing with statistics here. I mean, it's uh, yeah, yes no. has has our has has our, uh, has 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 our composition as far as race goes in this country changed? Sure, um, as far as gone from less white to a more browning of the country, absolutely. Yeah. But it's still a white majority country. Oh, uh, yeah, well, so it, the, the shittier thing, the, 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 the shitty things that people do is, are still. But I mean, if you want to start taking crime statistics, violent crimes, a majority of it is is minority done. Well, but you know, but that's also a socio. But a poverty thing. But that's a socioeconomic. Yeah. Thing, so how about you know? we not fucking well, play with statistics and, and generalize stuff like that then? Well, no, because really, if you want to, if you want to get into brass tacks, that's the white nationalist thing. Yeah. The socioeconomic one too. Yeah. Because you know it, it, it's. You know, and again, it, violence more often than not. You like, you know, you talk about that. It's kind of, I mean, like there are there are certain there are certain times. Yeah, controversial topic. There are certain times where your your redresses with this your your grievances with the state can only be redressed with violence. But more often than not, it is a kind of direct. It's a it's a kind of cultivated misdirection. Like you know, like you start you, you know, like again like. You go and shoot up a club or something like that, and really the thing that you're the really the thing that's kind of caused you this distress and grief is not the thing that you're taking that you're do, enacting violence upon. Right. Well, I guess my point is like, what's the fucking point of making the statement except to be inflammatory? No, because CNN is CNN is garbage. Right. Like he's he's being he's being a butt. It's just, you know like that you know like I, I oh fuck it's super political. There's. <laughs> Well, because like my, you know, like my father, my father and I have certain inherent disagreements about things, which most most kids typically have different. Yes, but they're you know, and like one of his things is that you know every Trump Trump is right about some things, and it's not Trump, but yes, is that the problem is, is that there is almost no meaningful major journalism done on television, and uh, you know, like when. The last big shakeup was who? Because um, AOL Time Warner, right? Who owns who owns the the that that media group now? I don't know. Is it AT and T? I don't know. I don't think it's AT and T. It's not Yahoo, or, or right? Or is it Comcast? Or is it NBC? 
It's not Comcast. Um, it might they might have been sold off to Comcast. I'm, I'm not sure. You're well, talking I, I, about I, I, Time Warner, like the Time Warner Media side, right? Yeah. Well, because basically the previous executive of NBC took over CNN, and CNN basically went full like AT and T owns them. Yeah, it, but because actually that's why the H HBO. Okay. okay. But but I guess the thing is that like you know when I say that, I say that because like, did you ever see the movie Network? No. Warren, what, like uh, Ned Beatty. All that, oh, again, if you get a chance, I highly recommend it because it's it's the part that I'm mad at. You, you got to get up first. You got to get angry. You know, you, you got to say I got to get up, and I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And it's like the it's it's this newscaster, and the movie starts out with him talking about how he's going to kill himself on television, and it's just this you know. And, and again, it's nothing has changed. You know, like, and there's this whole there's this whole spiel, and it's basically the concept that there there is no such thing as news anymore. It is just another form. You know, it, they, they they're all entertainment now, and it's the the idea of fake news or something like well, that. I think it's, it's because like, it's it's always been an illusion. Like, oh, William Randolph Hearst, the single new, biggest newspaper publisher in America. I feel like like news is no longer news anymore because it doesn't really matter what you read. There's nothing. There's very little that you can do about it. It's kind of what the this is. This is the per, this is the speech of a person who doesn't know how to manipulate fission bowls in a creative manner. <laughs> what I'm saying, like, what what can you do about it? Well, you, you can could, go out and vote, and it, I love how these fucking people are going nuts. I voted wearing stickers. That's well, great, dude. Or, I'm, I'm or, happy you. I'm happy that you did your bare minimum as a civilian, <laughs> civic, civic fucking yes, duty. Yes, you were fucking Captain vote, America. Vote, yes. Way to fucking Here, go. Here's your That's sticker. That's how pathetic things have here's gotten. Your st- here, here's your sticker. Congratulations on your 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 slightly maintained apathy. Yeah, just it's it. Like you want to talk about you want to talk about sad stuff. I when I went to when I when I when I voted when I was voting there were there were like did you see how many like offices there are only there's only one person who was running <laughs> like they didn't even bother yeah. yeah or there were like five different people I, mean, we t- I don't know if we touched on this yesterday on the podcast or off no, the podcast no I don't think we did yeah the New York ballot was weird because a lot of candidates were listed in so parties. many different parties yeah that should not be allowed it shouldn't be allowed pick because pick the second most popular guy for that for that for that one like yeah, for like the women's rights or whatever like yeah it's really weird, weird because ones. because the same politician could be listed like eight times whereas their running partners could be listed only once it's in it's yeah it, what it does is it's kind of like well i wasn't going to vote party lines i wasn't going to vote democrat or republican and then you're like oh wait it's women's rights well man i kind of those are kind of important and then you highlight somebody because they're fucking listed under women's rights what the fuck that's a, not that does I, I mean i like the fact that they're trying to give you more info but i don't think it's more info it's just a strange ballot i have a question for to to pose to the both of you i'm going to have I'm going to Trace tell you answer to invest first. in shotguns and baked beans. <laughs> I can. I think that we can all. Can we all? Can the three of us agree that you're going to go political, you motherfucker? I am a bipartisan <laughs> um, structure that we currently have now. Ultimately, for the better of of society, American society, is not the best structure. Well, the the, pro- the problem is, is the uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Trace is the first. Can we so, agree with that, or do you think that bipartisan currently works, and you think it's it's a good idea to to stay there? I, I I completely agree that the that the party divide is an issue. It's an issue to me though because of the way it's divided, 
right? It's because it's perceived that one party is, you know, super liberal and the other party is super conservative. I believe that divide is a really, really big problem. Um, but we're not the only nation, we're not the only democratic nation that's seen this natural divide of parties. So it might be unavoidable, but I don't care for it personally because it forces the politicians to get on one side or on the other. However, to that point, after after voting enough, when there is like 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 eight people on the ballot, I kind of like the option of choosing only two. I kind of like the fact that there is a primary that kind of filters them you know, and then and then then eventually you have the choice to pick two. So I like I like simple choices. I like picking Coke or Pepsi, but I, I do have some fundamental problems with how they got there to begin with, in in how people are voting based on like these predefined notions of the party they came from. So that part I would agree with you, Wade. Gunnar, what about you? Well, I mean, the major thing is so. You know, and again, political stuff. The, the, the Republican Party has gotten pretty consistent. I don't even want you to identify parties. Okay. I just want you to talk about bipartisanship in this country, <sighs> good or bad. I, I think I think it's an I think it's an illusion because they all get effectively paid by the same. You know, they're all they're all they're all cultivating the same effective donor pools, anyways. So, you know, we're 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 throwing our vote behind people, but. We don't pay. We're not their bosses, so I mean, like fundamentally, because the people that they're trying, the people that they're trying to engage are not us. You are fucking refusing to answer my question. No, right I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. Th- I, I. I. think. I think that the whole. The whole. The it's whole a concept. Fundi- the whole, it's a the fundamental whole- design principle. I think is what Wade's asking. Yeah. I if think you. It, if, it, well. if the system were working properly, would you agree that the two-party system is? A good fundamental design. No, because the, the the whole thing of it, like there there was, there was a reason why, when the, you know, like we're always going to degenerate into gangs, but there was a reason why, when the whole original federal government was set up, that, they got super twitchy, <laughs> about the concept of political parties. Like that would that was supposed to be a no go. I mean, like you know. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm because, really glad you brought that up because it was it was it was supposed to be, you know because the pro, the pro, the problem with the political party is effectively you have a gang that supersedes the one that you're supposed to be you know because it is if it's a direct representative or an appointed representative you're supposed to be there for the sake of the 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 electorate that put you there not for the gang that you're a part of. Yeah, I, uh, the Founding Fathers, actually, uh, I was listening to NPR, shout-outs, um, about partisanship. And they mm-hmm. were like, when George Washington uh, gave his, like, kind of, when he was done and gave his speech, like, he warned against partisanship. And then I think it was Thomas Jefferson said that the two biggest fears for, for you know, America growing up and progressing was foreign influence, and he said partisanship. Mm-hmm. Now they maybe didn't know it was gonna be bipartisanship, but they said like, yeah. if you start to 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 cleave and and you start to to divide, you will weaken the country. And and, and I think um, it's kind of sad because I felt like if there was someone who kind of and I know maybe it sounds crazy, um, and and it's over. It's two years ago, 
But I kind of felt like Bernie Sanders was kind of that guy because, yes, by no means would anybody define him as a Republican, right? No, by no means. But at the same time, he kind of wasn't that in-the-pocket corrupt Democrat that like all the Republicans hate, right? He had some some values that kind of touched on um, everybody. Like he, Bernie Sanders, he, he seemed less corrupt, pro gun ownership, right? Like he wasn't looking to to get involved with with making major sweeping changes to gun laws and things like that, which is the Republican Party is very very concerned with. Um, but also, he's for kind of the middle class and lower income families as well, which. I think on both sides is definitely an issue. I think both sides view it differently, right? Like I think most probably, and this is, this is generalization. So maybe I'm shitty for saying this, but I would say that the Republican side of things, the poor people on the Republicans are kind of blaming the Democrats for abusing the welfare system and all the welfare rats and this and that. And I think the Democrats on that side are saying, Oh, you know, all the systemic injustice that's happening to us. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're oppressing us. This is why we, we can't, you know, both sides kind of have their these demons that are kind of effigies almost like that have been presented for them by their party leaders. And I think both sides are neither 100 percent true. And maybe there is some truth a little bit to each of each each of them. Um, I remember uh, um, watching Bill Maher try to bait um, Reverend Jesse Jackson on um, some of the far right. Um, theories like when it came to, um, and I, I think I've mentioned this before on a podcast, but talking about the um, some of the far right theories like reverse racism and stuff like that, where where the the whites are actually being discriminated against in in what they would consider their own country, and what I was really impressed about, and and I think that that this is um, probably part of the cause of what we're seeing in our nation is, um, he said. He said the struggle is real. He said these people are looking for a scapegoat for the problems, and the struggle is real. And I really enjoyed that because what he said was, is he said these people may be, may be trying to make a gender divide with their issues, but the issues are still fucking issues. They're just pointing the finger at what they see closest to them. And and I think I think if, if you were to look at um, if you were to look at a lot of the 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 bipartisan arguments back and forth, a lot of those people are going to agree on most of the fundamentals in life, but they are being distracted by their own problems. And the problems are what they consider worth voting for. And unfortunately, a lot of those those distractions aren't really vote worthy, um, in, in my opinion. And, and, and I, like, like, first of all, the whole, like, the whole back and forth with, um, uh, like the Roe versus Wade stuff, right? With the abortion, people are entitled to to which side of that fence that they feel that our country should stand on. But is that really the fucking really like but pressing matter? It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really represent the struggles that we're living with, right? Now, what they're seeing is they're seeing certain certain economic things start to decay, and, and they may attribute those economic decays to, to the collapse of what they consider values in America. So when they see any sign of values decaying, they're going to fight that, and they're going to say, you know what? We didn't have all these gay rights when I was growing up, and the economy was better. You know, they're gonna they're gonna start. They're gonna say, um, 
you, you know, everybody went to church and the economy was it's, it's better. It's correlation without causation. Exactly. And, and I feel that a lot of the bipartisan back and forth is because both sides are blaming the wrong things. Right. Well, you, and from the other side, I know a lot of, like, you know, Democrats. And this was one of the things I didn't, I felt uh, Bernie Sanders probably didn't do a great job with. It's like we have all this all these poor people and all these economic hardships immediately point the fingers at the richest corporations in the world because they're the ones that are making you poor. And right. I don't think I think that's short sighted. I think it's a it's a significantly more complex issue than that. I don't think it's as easy as just pointing the richest people in the world. Well, because it, it, you know, and as really we just richest. talked about the Time Warner getting bought by AT and T oh, yeah. and HBO and <laughs> so and. It, I guess the other thing, I mean, like the the Republican Party is something that's much more monolithic than the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party actually has effectively three entirely separate parties that fall under it. So you actually have like you have your really hardcore progressive left leaning individuals. You have your so you know you have socially you have socially liberal people. And then you have what effectively amount to the people who actually run the party, like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Well, actually, so, so you, so you have your, your, you have your really pro- hardcore, pro- you have actual meaningful progressives. You have kind of this milquetoast Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, like keep the, it as it really is, but make it look like I'm a progressive. Yeah, and then you have the. The money people who actually run the place, which is that like what happened is that when Bill Clinton or when the when the Clinton brothers came into into power, as it were, back in the late '80s, um, there was I think it's like the the new new way Democrats. It was actually it was, they just comp, they just copy and they copy the, the Republican Party. Yeah. yeah, so basically they're Goldwater Republicans, right? So you have all three of these got people who somehow have to work together. Ergo, we accomplish nothing. Meanwhile, uh, whatever faults that you say about the the Republican Party and the certain things I find horrifically repugnant, at least there's kind of this common goal of pow- will to power <laughs> Nietzschean fucking <laughs> doom packs, you know, and it's like, it's not like Montgomery Burns and the, 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 the Illuminati sitting on tables with skulls and stuff, but they're like, yeah, we're committed, we're committed to absolute power, absolutely, and they've been pretty good at acquiring that. And part of like the stroke, part of the struggle that you took, like the long term struggle, if you want to say that any has the preference, because what we're basically by 2040, eight states will have over 70% of the population of the United States in it. And that is California, Illinois, Florida, Georgia, New York, North Carolina, and Texas. That's seven. And Pennsylvania. Eight. And you can see where all this like fucking like knife fighting is going on right now to kind of entrench these powers because most of those states are Democratic voting ones or were. And it's where all this like, you know, basically because the, pro- the problem is, is that the Republican Party depends on most of its power from rural, you know, more rural locations. Well, yeah, that's definitely the case. It's definitely the case here in New York, no doubt. But even, yeah, because, like, you know, they say New York because New York is really, like, we have Pennsylvania that's upstate, and then we have, you know, the the, the, the kind of the bastions 
on the periphery in Albany, which is its own like fucking Nexus hellhole Wizard of Oz city, but it's you know, but yeah, because you know, like you t- there, 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 there is a long-term fight for like power of the country. Because you talk about like the Browning of America, it's also that effectively huge swaths of it are hollowing out, like Canastota is uh, on, a, on a macro scale. The Browning and- of America. <laughs> Sorry to, to, to kind of cut you off, but I watched the immigration episode for Adam Ruins Everything tonight. Yeah, how was it? Holy fuck! Like. He starts off just explaining that. Well, it's a hot button item, and honestly, that, we haven't talked about it. Well, have he, we? Well, he starts even earlier than, than than the United States, and he talks about how Mexico inhabited like several of our states, and we just took yeah, them all. Yeah, Texas, New Mexico, California, like you know, and again, like there's kind of. A so when you say the browning of America, it's a hilarious thing because we already were. And then, it, like, like our decision on on deportation was influenced based on how many people we needed to draft for the war, or how yeah. many people we needed to work back in well, our home country while all of our working force was out at the war. It was a, it's like crazy how it's been going back and forth for so well, for so many years. I never I. I I always was like right in the middle on immigration. I'm like, I get it. They're they're not paying taxes and this and that. And and I've always been right smack dab in the middle until I watched this episode. And now I realize that anybody that is that is that is that really thinks that Mexicans should be straight up deported, they really don't understand oh, how much they run this country. How much how how much we depend how, how on much, their cheap how much, labor. How much we are Mexican. I mean, it's we were fucking we were created pretty much as a Mexican as a Mexican union like like we just like absorbed huge huge swaths of of of, of Mexican civilians and just it just didn't really formally citizen citizenize all well, of them yeah. and uh the other thing was is that uh the, the statistics on undocumented I think he said one in nine. It was a huge, huge, huge percentage. Though. It was not one that I was prepared for, but it was something like one in nine so people in the U.S. I, I, I can, you know, you talk about history and we never learned anything from it. So this is not the first fucking brown devil whole shitstorm. And this is something that is not like they never talked about when we were in social studies. But uh, there was what's referred to as the Mexican repatriation between 1929 and 1936. And 400,000 to 2 million people were forcibly booted from the United States. And actually, if you go back and look at the history, because one of the things that they talk about was that the final solution was derived from what we did during that period because one of the one of the one of the things is that uh they would the whole organizational structure of like relocating people on mass like that these were systems that were prototyped by IBM at the time and they went on to sell them to Germany when they were doing the whole again they're in the ghettos and then moving into camps yes yeah. and part but, but one of the things too is that that was where they first demonstrated the eff- efficacy of zyklon B because that was originally an American farm. That was originally an American insecticide chemical, and what they would do is they would spray Hispanic people when they were pre- prepping them for transport down to delouse them, and they would not wash it off. So they're sitting in the trains and they're dying in mass, 
is they're booting them across the border and they would get across and like you'd have just people like you'd have multi, you'd have these hundreds of people dead inside these things that's kind of fucking crazy and, and it's like again because part of it too well because what what it was was that uh, Mexicans were blamed for taking Americans jobs during the Great Depression and <sighs> it's and like tough. I said we don't we don't we don't we don't learn anything and again like like we talk about this because yes it was it was it is the most recent mass ethnic cleansing that America has engaged in and it's one that's not talked about in general form because like again the the right people were in charge at the time so obviously it can't be that it's, be but it has guy. all it, of the fucking it has all of the check marks and, and i've completely box. changed my opinion now i'm no longer in the middle of this issue this issue it, it really is an issue that we're not properly educated on the government does not properly fund the 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 immigration process either um and by the way i i had to fact check myself it wasn't one in nine people it's one in 30 people so if you know 30 people <laughs> one of them is undocumented i know i know i know plenty of undocumented people it's fucking crazy but they they went back i think in the last like 20 years there have been 20 u.s citizens or i'm sorry there's been twenty thousand u.s citizens in the last 20 years so a thousand per year, which means three per day, deported accidentally. That's insane. Three per fucking day, deported on accident because this because there's not enough money, there's not enough resources. In some cases, they do stuff like and they speak English to these people and they don't always speak English back. They'll do stuff like they'll have a room of like twenty people. They'll say, anybody who wants to dispute your deportation, raise your hand. And if nobody raises their hand, they all just get deported. Jesus Christ. And they do it through Skype because they actually don't have a judge that's willing to be stationed at some of these places. It's fucking crazy. Like, like um, I, I'm really starting to enjoy this, this, uh, this Adam Ruins Everything show because um, a lot of these things really need to be brought to people need to understand it I, i'm not saying that people don't get to have their opinions on their jobs being stolen and they don't get to have their opinions on on what it's like for somebody to work in the u.s work under the table and not necessarily pay all of the taxes that that we're paying i'm not trying to minimize that problem it's that we are we are in a problem that started before the united states fucking formed and and everybody's like People are so quick to say that it's an illegal immigration it's problem. It's not really an immigration problem. It's actually more of an illegal staying problem. They come here legally. They're visiting or whatever, and they choose not to leave, right? It's, and, and one thing that was fucking crazy was that when we increased our border control, it de-incentivized people to leave because they were afraid they'd they never get a chance to come back. Right. Like our strengthening of our borders actually increased the amount of illegal immigrants that we had. Like there's these strange inverse proportions. And, and the, the problem is, is that I, I, I feel like there's a lot of U.S. emotion that politics are being driven by instead of facts. Well, it's always it, that well, way, right? And again, going back to this. But like, when it's 3% of the U.S. population. I don't know how the fuck we can ignore that. Well, what? I, and, and I feel bad because I didn't know this. I didn't know this a day ago. I didn't realize the scope of this problem one day ago. And it, it was me catching some, you know, um, 
syndicated TV show where our guy really breaks things down to the brass tacks of, of, of things. But I didn't know it. Like, like that education is so important if if we're going to be voting on elected officials based on the words coming out of their mouth when the word immigration is in their mouth. That's amazing. Well, I mean, and our very you, own president's well, a, good, a, a perfect candidate. Because, well, yeah. you know, and again, like, because it's funny because we're, we're, we're in the, like, Herbert Hoover, who basically got into power, kind of got into power, kind of riding this whole wave too. And like, you listen to the whole thing, like the immigration of 1917 enforcement, you know, like the U.S. Border Patrol was specifically formed to do the same fucking creepy stuff that ICE does now. Like that was originally, like it was for rounding up and deporting undesirables. And they talk, you know, like again, like the whole, the whole, the whole. Which P.S.? Depending how you define undesirables, I'm for it. I have a very, very close friend of mine that is an ICE agent. And he's never deported somebody that was a good guy. He's deported plenty of pedophiles, uh, murderers. Mm-hmm. Real pieces of shit that I don't want in this country, mm-hmm. but you know, but they, they talk about it. due to lax in immigration enforcement and porousness of borders, many citizens, legal residents, and immigrants did not have official documentation proving their citizenship. Had lost their documents or just never applied for citizenship. Yeah, a lot of them prejudice, lost their prejudice too. played a prejudice played a major factor. Mexicans were stereotyped as unclean, improvident, indolent, and innately dull. So many Mexicans did not apply for a citizenship because they knew that even if they became a citizen, they would still be considered in the eyes of the Anglos a dirty Mexican. You know, but it's like, it, it's it, it's the same shit. And it has the same fuck, you know, like again, we, we do the same thing. It doesn't fix anything. And even that, like, the, 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 at that point, like you know, because they they were booting them out because they were a welfare, th- they were they were a, they were a burden on the public welfare system. Yeah, that's what people and, say. No, I mean, like that's actually originally that's the original text of what started the repatriation, and it's like mm-hmm. again, but part of that too is like we literally stole all that country that yeah, <laughs> like that's the, shit. Like, that, annexed, that's shit that I don't give a we, fuck about we because annexed, we, st- we stole this, this country. Well, we stole, stole the whole country. Period. We stole yeah, the that's whole how, country. That's period. how countries are created. But it's, it's not. It's not nice. It's no, not. It's not a very pleasant thing. But there's no country in existence that wasn't stolen. I think I think what what the what the American public is owed is actual figures on what that drain is completely agree and I also think that they're owed um, what it would be like what your what your daily life would be like if we did not have these undocumented workers picking produce out in the fields for pennies that frankly no american would accept wages out and the other thing you got to remember too wade is that a lot of the undocumented that are in our country now were at, they've actually had children that are now oh, yeah. us citizens so a lot of the people that we would be deporting are actually like retired and they're living with their families i right. mean it's not like it's not like every undocumented person is just some like 20 year old that came over to work like they've been here forever in a, a I don't know. It's, it's it, it. The stereotypes around around them just sucking from the, uh, the from the, the the social welfare system. I think needs to be justified with numbers. Well, a lot of, here's my other thing. Like, I'm pretty sure you can't. I'm almost positive that you can't apply for any type of social assistance if you're not a citizen in this country. Well, they're they're can you? Well, they're not. 
federal or state, but they're like there are charity programs, but those are of individual volition. Yeah, that's not so, like coming the, out of my yeah, taxes, though. Yeah, and I, this is, I've seen some arguments online about this, and mm-hmm. there's some people that actually like know how the law works. And the arguments that I saw was actually about tax contributions. And about how um, they can contribute taxes without 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 a without a social services. without a social security card. They um, do that. I know for a fact they do. Um, in regards to how they how they receive the benefits, um, that part I don't know enough about. Um, but I've I've definitely seen the arguments go back and forth. But in the grand scheme of things, though, I, the the numbers are very. I think the numbers should be important, right? The numbers should be important because they're three percent. Three percent of our fucking country, right? Are they using three percent of our resources? Probably not, right? Yeah. So, so it, like, we need to stop. We need to look at the numbers, and we have to decide if 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 this if it's really as disproportionate as we oh, it's a as we describe it. Mongering tactic, like it's completely oh, fear mongering. That's all the shit is and it's this giant spectacle with a fucking grand fucking cheeto poobah i think yep. it's new age what gunner described yeah. dirty mexicans it's new age perception of filth by 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 it, it really ends up being a racist a racist um uh, action yeah hid behind a nationalist or a patriotic standpoint which is really Nationalism sucks. Sorry. You can be proud of your country, and that's great, but be proud for the right reasons. Don't be proud because just because you were fucking born here. Because recognize how lucky you were. And I'm not calling people that support the legislation racist at all, right? But the legislation, by its very nature, is deep, deep, deep rooted in these strange swaying back and forth based and we- on an entire race of people. I'm not wild about this whole like Trump's new stance of potentially getting rid of like the birthright status or whatever. The birthright citizenship <laughs> That's stuff. That's not going to change. So it shouldn't. Uh, just just to give you an idea of how intrinsically just enmeshed this fucking this whole fucking shitstorm and like again like we learned nothing. So 1954 yeah, This is the back and forth. The, the 1954 Operation Wetback officially commences, where mass deportations of Mexican, Mexican, and you, and U.S. citizens, where well, they knew that they were U.S. citizens, but they didn't accept their paperwork to to Mexico. Eighteen, eighteen fifty five, the Greaser Act is passed, or also known as the Anti Vagrancy Act, which is basically uh, California would. Uh, deport or basic California exerted the right to uh, California and the, the I should say the, the southwestern states uh, would deport undesirables under particular uh, basically by uh, using anti vagrancy statuses so basically they, they just didn't like the way it looked but yeah it's just like we we're, it's the same fucking shit over and over and over again because we can't we can't fucking learn anything well my problem with it is is it's it's just when Tracy talk about like the Roe v. Wade thing, it's not nearly as big an issue as you're making it out to be, but you're trying to whip people up and scare them to bring it to the forefront yeah. while other, God knows what other shady backdoor well, bullshit's no, 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 actually there's, going there's on no, that does not, matter. There's, there's not right. shady backdoor. Like, so I don't know if you're familiar with, um, are you, you know, you know where Albania is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after the, 
USSR and the, the the Eastern Bloc broke up. Albania had like a pretty good run with dem- like a, a pretty good te- test with democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they didn't have the regulatory bodies at the time to really kind of keep a sign. And what happened? Oh yeah, it's is kind that, of sad what happened in Albania. Well, because what what happened is that basically uh, they had kind of gone capitalist, but all of a sudden all these like uh, effectively pyramid scheme companies yeah. sprouted up. Okay. And what ha- as the, as these pyramid scheme companies started getting more and more money, uh, people who were running them got either influenced by by you know, basically paying for campaigns for politicians in the Albanian government or running for it directly, like you know. And again, where, where it was is that the government kept perpetuating this stuff because they'd have they'd have a pyramid scheme fail, but they would just make a bigger pyramid scheme. And what happened is that the entire economy of Albania basically collapsed. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that they got out of it was because they found some like natural or there was some particular metal or something like that that they found. Like, you know, basically they had their oil. They struck boom. gold. Yeah. They struck gold. But we have a, we, I mean, like, I don't know if you actually like, you know, politics aside, every single major player in you know, I mean, like you say that like, a, Democrats are all saying, pyramid schemes. They're all pyramid this schemes. Herbalife, yeah. Me- uh, Amway, like freaking Trump was like up to his eyeballs in three of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like yeah. they're all they all they all got like ridiculous fortunes beyond the dream of avarice, running pyramid schemes. They're still running pyramid schemes while they're fucking heads of state and shit. It's like, you know. And you can argue that basically most Western economies are based on this at this point, anyways, because it's all fractional reserve banking. But 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 it's 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 scam artists. Like we're literally like we don't live in a real world. Right. We the, don't these live are in the world. these immigration issues and this like these like social quote unquote issues are really just like don't pay attention the to of the hand, man. Right. Like don't yeah. pay yeah. attention. Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Like mm-hmm. and it's. That's terrifying, and we're making because they are very, very, very divisive. Yes, and we use that to distract you while we take all the real wealth and replace it with fake wealth, like you know, or you know, because that that's, you know, we don't have pensions anymore. It's all four hundred one ks. It's you know, like it's it's this the the fucking we're at the point where they have like we have to ferment this racism because. Really, part of it is that you know it, people feel stressed and they want to direct it because the you know I'm not saying it's corporations, but it's we they're they're shaking the they're shaking the change out of the couch because we have picked we have picked the the, the, the corpse clean at the moment and nobody wants to be nobody wants to be the person without a chair when the music stops finally right but you can hear it slowing down. I can hear it slowing down. I can hear the podcast yeah, slowing down because we have reached, we have we passed have reached. actually, surpassed our two hour limit. So, with that, we are going to bid you adieu. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right.